0: This Facts and O'Brien podcast
1: is brought to you by Gary Thomas and the Wealth Technology Group in Westfield. Where it's not what you make, it's what you keep.
0: Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 536
1: and Guns and Roses on Rock 102. Going to be another steamer today. Uh, record high temperatures, sunshine, and a chance of thunderstorms. A greater chance of them for tomorrow. Uh, But today and tomorrow, highs about 95 or 96 with uh, the humidity that will make it feel well over 100 degrees. Perfect. Hey, at least we ain't in the Pacific Northwest. It's already 71 in downtown Springfield. Mike Quincy from Consumer Reports will be joining us later on this morning. I'm pretty sure we're going to be
0: talking about cars this week. Again, yeah, I know. I'm going on a limb and saying he's going to want to talk about just cars. Yeah, maybe even electric ones. Probably. Also, we'll have tickets to the Southwick Nationals at the Wick 338 in Southwick a little bit later on today. So your chance of uh, winning those are coming up in a little few uh, in a few. Bad and more. It's 5:37. Rock 102. Rock 102's classic rock summer is driven by Leah Toyota of Wilbraham. Experience the difference quality service and price all at leah toyota of wilbraham it's happening now through labor day weekend all you need to do is listen to rock 102 all summer long and get ready to pounce when your opportunity to grab your share of the summer stash of prizes presents itself plus we're giving away a 25 dollars gift card to the hanger every weekday through labor day if you'd like to take a shot at winning you need to register at rock 102.com then listen to pat kelly every weekday afternoon to see if you've won It's the classic rock summer, driven by Leah Toyota of Wilbraham on Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock.
2: Hey, did you know that massages are covered by Health New England? I love the wellness benefits that we get. They're local, they're responsive, and at renewal time, there are no surprises.
1: Health New England cares about our employees as much as I do. And we've got all the confidence in their team since they've been in business for 35 years, just like us.
2: Simple, caring, and affordable. That's our health plan. We're here for you every step of the way. Health New England, where you matter.
0: At Table & Vine, we have the best selection of spirits to mix up your best summer yet. Find more than 3,500 different spirits to choose from. Try the complex flavors of bourbon, scotch, and rye, botanical gins, toasty rums, earthy tequilas, and more. And check out our huge selection of ready-to-drink cocktails, too. So whatever the spirit moves you to do this summer, we've got the perfect spirit to go along with it. We've got expert staff at our store in Riverdale Street in West Springfield. And for recipes and cocktail suggestions, visit the Simple Pleasures blog on tableandvine.com. You're not afraid of hard work. In fact, you thrive on hard work. If that describes you, you're exactly the person that Jay Pollop wants to talk to. Jay Pollop has immediate openings for CDL and non-CDL drivers and warehouse and
3: food production associates. All hardworking employees receive competitive pay and tons of room to grow inside the company. Log on to jaypollop.com and careers to get your
1: hard work to pay off. jaypollop.com and click on careers. Work for a winner. Be part of
4: the team. At Jay Polyp, an equal opportunity the employer. Max
5: O'Brien.
3: O'Brien in the morning. Great classic rock all day. On Rock 102, Springfield's classic rock.
6: 102. Rock 102.
0: Rock 102 Springfield's classic rock. It's 5:51 and the James Gang and Rock
1: 102. Another hot one today and tomorrow too. Uh, highs about 95 or 96 degrees with humidity making it feel well over 100. It's already 72 right now in downtown Springfield.
0: Hey, what do you say we hop into some Hollywood
3: trash with Steve making the Rock 102? Well, it's been a minute since Neil deGrasse Tyson has gone on a space alien Twitter rant. Well. That was in 2009. But alas, here we are. Some of them uh, included notes to Hollywood about their alien representation. I think Neil is kind of losing it.
1: Well, would you say it's been a minute since he did it?
3: Well, it seems like it was a minute, but it was really
1: 2009. Oh, I see. Uh, Well, I mean, he's a genius.
0: He can do whatever hell he wants.
3: Uh, note to Hollywood, a space alien with no DNA in common with life on Earth should look more different from life on Earth than any two forms of uh, on Earth look like each other.
1: I think that's probably true.
3: If a UFO beams you up, steal a gizmo from the shelf when the alien isn't looking. Bring that to the lab. You'll need it to
0: supplement your eyewitness testimony. How am
1: I going to have an opportunity to
0: do that when he's uh,
1: you know, running experiments on my colon? Well, uh, hopefully he's behind you and you're grabbing a gizmo from the front. I don't know how many gizmos they think are lying around, though. Well, I could be strapped
0: down in a in a uh, alien gurney, for all I know. There may Probably be no face op- down, though. Maybe, but there may be no opportunity for me to get off and reach to anything. If a space alien landed on Earth
3: and demanded, take me to your leader, I wonder how many people would take it to their head of state.
1: No, yeah, I would take him upstairs to the boss's office.
3: Yeah, I know. You, you got to go low level. Yeah. I don't know you the gotta, guys way at the top.
1: You got to start small. Yeah. Besides, it would probably be the same size.
3: Oh, man. Yeah. He, was, he didn't choose to be born that way, John.
1: He was born that, that way. way. That's, what, never... that's his birth
3: height. Yeah, no No one chooses that. <laughs> uh, because he's the voice of Olaf and Frozen, Josh Gad gets the red carpet rolled out for him when he goes to Disneyland, and he's worried that the about the effect that it's having on his children. He said, my kids are so spoiled. It's not great. So
1: anytime he goes, he gets the red carpet? Yeah, they roll the red carpet out going, here he is, Josh Gad, the voice of Olaf. Do they just have a carpet sitting nearby, or does he tell them he's coming? I think he I think he travels with his own carpet. He yeah. must, because it's like, if you don't like it, then don't tell him you're going. Uh, it sort of becomes a security thing,
3: because I do get a little bombarded and going more often than not with my children. It becomes a safety thing where I'm more worried about them than I'm worried about me. Yeah, most actors, like, disguise themselves when they go to those places.
1: Or uh, the ones who work in Disney movies probably, you know, they don't go in through the main entrance. They get special treatment, but they still intermingle with the riffraff. But they
0: never have to stand in the long lines.
1: No. And that's the good news. Uh,
3: Kevin Federline says he wants whatever will make Britney Spears happy because that's what's best for their kids and his bank account, I'm sure. I'm sure he gets money for Well, it. I'm well. sure
0: he I'm sure there's payments. I mean he's watching the kids for crying out loud. But um this whole Britney thing is uh completely bizarre. Yeah. The fact that she's been under this conservatorship for as long as she has been, which never happens. Mm. Usually these are these are arrangements set for people who are uh you know, completely incapacitated and she's clearly not.
3: Yeah, her sister, uh, Jamie Lynn, said she also supports whatever Britney wants and made it clear she's not living off the conservative ship. She, uh, she went on this kind of Twitter rant or Instagram rant about how she loves her sister, she supports her, she goes even if she wanted to go live in the jungle and, you know, have hundreds of babies or something, she would still support her sister. Living so she, in the jungle? Well, it, it, she was making the point that she doesn't really agree with this whole conservatorship thing and she should be able to do what she wants.
1: And live in a jungle.
3: Well, whatever. I, but
0: it's, I, just, it's just a, just a metaphor.
1: Right? No, it's I know, just, but I really mean I kind of feel like we live in a jungle this week anyway.
3: Well, you know where you are. You're, you're in the jungle, baby.
1: You're going to die. <laughs>
3: uh, let's see. I don't even know who... Cat- Cataluna Enriquez. You know who that is? No. She made history by becoming the first transgender woman to win the Miss Nevada USA. Ah. She yep. will represent Nevada in the Miss USA pageant on November
1: 29th. Oh, I'll put that in my calendar right now. Um, I haven't watched that ever. I don't think I've ever heard don't of it. I
3: plan on watching it just because there's something new to it. No. No. Uh, two, day, uh, two guys rode a pull-start minibike from Nebraska to Aspen, Colorado, just like Harry and Lloyd did in Dumb and Dumber. It was a 382-mile trip, and they spent $22 on gas. Mm-hmm.
5: Mm-hmm. You led, uh, really that that's...
0: movie that much that you needed to recreate that scene? I've recreated that bathroom scene more than once, but that wasn't because I was trying to show off.
1: I have gone out of my way to not see this movie. Didn't or I... its sequel.
3: Didn't I say to you guys yesterday, we don't do enough Helen Mirren stories, and we, then don't, we did a Helen man, Mirren was, story?
1: I think that was last week.
3: Well, here's <coughs> another Helen Mirren story. She has one condition if she's going to kiss Vin Diesel in an upcoming Fast and Furious movie, quote, only if he talks to me before and after, because it's the voice that I really get off on, quite honestly.
5: Hmm. Mm.
0: I don't
3: like his looks.
0: It's just the voice.
3: I yeah. Like the way he yeah, talks. right. Right. I guess Helen Mirren can do whatever the hell she wants,
1: right? Uh, It sounds like she has been, and that she's a little slutty for her age.
3: Uh, Scarlett Johansson says that saying goodbye to Black Widow is bittersweet, but she adds, uh, I feel really proud of this film, and I think it's going to be great to go out on a high note. Uh, Elton John's a big spender because of his uh, upbringing. He said his parents would argue a lot, and he would often refuge in his Bedroom where inanimate yeah. objects gave him comfort.
0: Actually, I think he's a big spender because he has money to spend.
1: His uh, inanimate objects were what?
0: Uh,
3: gave him comfort.
1: Gave him comfort in what way? Well, like toys and stuff. It gave him uh, things to do. And I know you said stuffed. Did you say stuffed animals? No, I just said oh, uh, inanimate wanted, objects. Oh, inanimate objects. Yeah. yeah.
3: Well, you don't want to know what you did with that uh, homemade rocket kit.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Or your erector set.
3: Yeah. Where Where's that Where would that Rocket Man song come from? I don't think that was Bernie Topin. I think that was Elton John going. You know, when I was a kid, yeah. I had this rocket in my room. Yeah, I don't know if that's true. Uh, Gary Allen's vocal cords had a little too much rest during quarantine while gearing up for his tour. He lost his voice every night that he and his band practiced. This went on for two months straight, but he's okay now. And who is he? He's some country singer. Ah, But he's like a crossover pop country singer. Oh, Oh, crossover pop, sure. so he's got to be a big deal. Supposedly. And that is your Hollywood Trash. I'm Rock 102. I am.
1: The countdown continues
3: for... Now, Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware.
0: Get instant savings with your Rockies Ace Rewards Card. Hey, good morning sports fans. How the heck are you? Folks, back in my college days, there were only a few ways for a student to get money. You could either beg your parents for it, you could return your empty bottles and cans to the local redemption center at five cents a shot, or you could do something completely radical and get a job. For me, I chose to donate plasma and to say that it was lucrative is putting it mildly. However, never in my wildest dreams did I think that the most lucrative work-study option would be to acquire an athletic scholarship and field all those endorsement opportunities that would most certainly be coming my way. Yesterday, the NCAA announced that they are working on some interim rules that will allow college athletes to earn money for selling their name and likeness through endorsements. How the system will look is anyone's guess, but the NCAA is looking to have some preliminary rules in place by next month thereby giving college students an opportunity to share in the profitability that college sports often provides because prior to this ncaa rules prevented athletes from accepting payments of any kind other than the value of their athletic scholarships now the college athlete can enjoy getting paid based upon their fair market value which of course means some kids will get paid a lot and others won't get paid jack squat meanwhile you, as the parent of a non-athletic college-bound student, will still have to come up with a way to scrounge up with the fifty dollars to $60,000 a year to send your kid to the very same school. Is that fair? Believe it or not, nobody cares. Sure, I may have remortgaged my house, sold off some of my possessions, and picked up a part-time job to afford my kid's tuition, But as long as a kid in a full athletic scholarship can field a few endorsements and buy himself a Lexus, then I guess I'll just have to mind my own business. Sure, having academically ambitious children is great to brag about, but it doesn't come cheap. However, if you can catch a football and break free of double coverage and gain first down yardage, then clearly you deserve a few more bucks than my children who chose to buy textbooks and read them. But hey, from my Yappin' Sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. If you walked into the very first Rocky store in Springfield South End all the way back 95 years ago in 1925, could you get a can of paint? Of course you could. Could you get a battery-powered chainsaw or a gas-powered mower? I don't know. Wasn't there 95 years ago. What they did said did, uh, what they did sell back then is what they sell now. Good, rock-solid service and you'll find it at every location at Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's classic rock at 6:10, and Led Zeppelin
1: on Rock 102. Couple of very hot days still. Uh, the heat advisory in effect till tomorrow night at seven. It'll, it'll feel like it's over 100 degrees for the next two days.
0: Ah, uh, let's see. How should we? How should we even start this off? Well, uh, I mean, I mean, really, how do you? How do you even begin? How about with uh, some appropriate music? We um, are,
1: of course, the city that is the home of the Hall of Fame. But basket, it's the basketball, basketball Hall of right. Fame. Yeah, it's, right. not,
0: not like a, it's not like a baseball Hall of
1: Fame. No. or football
0: Hall of Fame. What Volleyball have you?
1: Volleyball Hall of Fame right up the road in Holyoke.
0: We've, uh, we've actually known about this for about a week or so, but apparently today is the day we can finally announce it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it says here... Uh, Nine broadcasters set to be inducted into the Massachusetts Broadcasters Hall of Fame. Uh, And nine legendary members of the broadcast community be inducted into the 2021 Massachusetts Broadcast Hall of Fame during a luncheon ceremony on Thursday, September
1: 30th at at the Boston Quincy Marriott Hotel. Selected as the 2021 Hall of Fame inductees are... Alphabetically by last name. Uh, and the uh, number one, alphabetically, are
0: Bax and O'Brien from Rock 102 in Springfield. Yep. And then there's a bunch of others, but, but we, you, uh, don't, well, yeah. we, don't, we don't
1: know any of those people. Well, yeah, Sean McDonough is a yeah. interesting name. Sean
0: McDonough's in there, but yeah. um, I don't know any of the others.
1: But Mike Baxendale and and John O'Brien recently celebrated their 25th anniversary on Rock 102 and the dominant radio personalities of the Springfield market, exactly. according to... It's actually 26 years. According to the Reminder newspaper of Western Mass, and while their show may be known for its outrageous humor and commentary, the newspaper wrote, it is also a venue for local political discussion. Area mayors, city councilors, state representatives, and others are regular parts of the show. Fax and O'Brien are also known for their tireless charitable work. As an example, for more than two decades, they've hosted and broadcast continuously. Hold on. The annual Mayflower Marathon, a... 57-hour oh, on-air food and fun drive that takes place each year and the weekend before Thanksgiving to benefit the Open Pantry of Springfield. Only I f- don't know who wrote only,
0: this. It's only 52 hours. I mean, let's not add
1: extra time. 52 hours and 26 years. Yes. Um, but either way, uh, we are... Th- these are not nominations. These are the inductees. No, apparently, they were like... I forgot
0: the, the original numbers. Like I thought he said like a hundred. Like a hundred nominees. Yeah. And then uh, it was narrowed down to 17. And then it got narrowed down to nine. Yeah. And uh, we are among those nine.
1: Now, you know, the funny thing is, is we talked about this uh, recently because Bill Pepin went in last year from uh, Channel 22. And then we kind of looked around on the website and it appeared as though... If you just got somebody to nominate you, you were in. No. And that is not it at all. Not at all. In uh, fact, it turned out we have been nominated before and didn't get chosen. Now, uh, I'm going back here. You said to Bill
0: Pepin 2019, right? That's, well, yeah, I all think right. so. Ray Herschel got uh, inducted in 2018. <coughs> in 2017, I'm trying, to, I, I'm trying to go back here, and they don't have like a Dave Madsen is in there. Mm-hmm. Along with Jerry Remy, that's kind of cool. They're in the same uh, company as Jerry Remy, and uh, is Barry in here? Barry should be in here. I'm not sure. I might have to just uh, say I on, I uh, I w- uh, reject this award, and we'll give it to Barry. Yeah, yeah. No, nah, I don't think so.
1: <laughs> yeah, Barry's on his own. We just hope he gets one someday.
0: Uh, but nevertheless, uh, it's an honor just to be nominated. It's a it's a little bit sweeter to be actually.
1: Well, gone through the process and be an inductee, but... It's an honor to know you've been nominated. Oh, yeah. Like I said, we've been nominated before. I didn't even know that. I, I, I didn't even realize that uh, that someone had submitted our uh, our entry previously.
0: Well, you know why they do that?
1: Because mm. they don't want the other 91 people to feel bad. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. If, if you're, like, always a bridesmaid, never a bride, and you keep getting you know, kicked over to the curb mm-hmm. like a like a dented can, they don't want you to know that because they don't want to... You know, completely uh, demoralize you. We could yeah. easily be. We're you know we're shallow enough that we could both be demoralized pretty quickly. So
1: so, so to uh, to get to this point, that's very cool. We are Hall of Fame broadcasters as of today. Well, ac- actually, as of September, but well, it's, it's been announced for today. By the way, uh, thankfully, this is not being moved to Mohegan Sun.
0: No, that's one of the uh, few Hall of Fame ceremonies that stays in Boston. In this case, Quincy. But yep. nevertheless, I don't. Uh, I don't know if uh, the. I don't know enough about the Hall of Fame, uh, the Massachusetts Broadcasters Hall of Fame, yeah. to know uh, where it is. I think at one point it was at Massasoit State
1: College. Yeah, there is no. I had this conversation with the guy when he was telling us last week. There is no brick and mortar. Uh, location, yeah. Well, right now, it's that, all online.
0: That's a uh, that's a capital effort that we might have to spearhead.
1: Well, uh,
0: you know, uh, that way we can put all, that way we can uh, give them all of that great Baxton O'Brien memorabilia. Yeah, and then yeah. We got like a bobblehead left, an old T
1: shirt, a couple of uh, couple of pictures of us with the glorious mullets. At this point now, it is uh, it is an online entity only, uh, but nevertheless. It is, uh, it is nice to be chosen. I was told, uh, again, by one of the people there that um, a, a previous inductee who passed away uh, and and not unlike myself was broadcasting for a number of years, and it was public knowledge that he was dealing with, with cancer. And uh, on the year before he passed away, he was inducted. And apparently, while he was in hospice, the only thing he wanted uh, with him in hospice was his Hall of Fame uh, plaque. So I-, I promise to do the same.
5: <laughs> <laughs> That's all you want?
1: <laughs> I promise. That uh, I'll I'll bring that uh, with me in the event that I end up in the same circumstance. And we'll all say John would have wanted it that Mm -hmm. way. Oh, that's Mm -hmm. good.
0: That's, uh, well, that's very
1: nice. So uh, congratulations to you. Congratulations to you. And uh, congratulations to you being... Uh, alphabetically first, so that we get listed among the nine nominees. Oh,
0: I know, because if, yeah. if we had gone with
1: O'Brien, we—oh, I know—buried towards. Uh,
0: well, not, well, not, not quite. If, the end. if
1: your name was Zaxendale, we we would have been uh, way at the end. Yeah, right. Either X or Z. Yeah, thank God for that. Yeah, Walsh. There's a uh, Jerry yeah, Walsh. Yeah, right. Be the last one. If, if it, we were Zaxon if you were Zaxendale, we'd be behind him. Now, there's a guy. Excuse me, it's a woman named Nancy
0: Quill. Mm-hmm. I don't think that has is any relation to John Quill. Nah, we don't even know if it's a real name. I, I don't know. And McDonough, you know that's the real name. That's yes. that's real. Yep. Paul, Paul Kelly gets the Pioneer Award. That that might be something.
1: And we're the only. Um, I'm trying to remember if he told me we're the, we're only one of two teams that have been inducted ever. I. think think so. Really? I thought that's what he said. But Come on. I don't, I don't, I'm, I'm looking at the list here of uh, all the way back to 2018 so far, 2017. They're all individuals. Uh, yeah, it'd be, because the only other ones is uh, these guys, Mike Gorman and Tommy Heinsohn.
0: Oh, well, that's different. I mean, those guys were do- calling Celtics games
1: mm-hmm. for years. Yeah, and we're the only other team Besides them,
0: so so basically, we're the only other radio team. Yeah, because I mean, those guys were, I mean, those are sports guys calling games. Mm-hmm. That's different. This is totally yeah. different. This is this is like we're the only uh, morning radio duo ever you, inducted in the Hall of Fame. If that, if, yeah. if what you're saying is true.
1: I'm looking. I'm all the way back to 2009, and uh, yeah, they're those two guys are the only other. Uh, co-inductees.
0: Now, Tommy Heinsohn is in the Basketball
1: Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. And Mike Gorman is now. And not. we've been there. Yes, we've actually been through the Basketball yeah. Hall of Fame a number of times. Going all the way back to 2007. Wow. And that seems to be the first year that oh. they were in existence.
0: What a, what a kick in the head that is, yeah. huh? Yeah, that's wild. Not too bad. So, whoever nominated us, uh, thank you very much. Um, I know we <laughs> talked about this several months ago and begged most of you to to nominate us. And yeah. I don't know how many of you actually... Uh, fell for that, but uh, other we,
1: than the one,
0: other than the one, but you know, I don't even know. if It just takes one. I don't, I, I, I don't know what the process is, and frankly, it's, it's none of my business. Well, I, I mean,
1: it, it says right here, recommend an inductee, and I, I believe you just fill out a form.
0: Yeah, but I don't know if it was like a bunch of people or one person or you know what it was, and you know, it's it, that you know, just the fact that we're in, I think, is uh, you know more than enough. But if if you're out there and you're one of the people that that uh, nominated us. Thank you. We deeply appreciate it.
1: But when you filled out the uh, the form, because I'm looking at it right now, most famous for, uh, it's a shame you didn't know that the Mayflower Marathon is 52 hours, not 57. And then it says any special notations or anecdotes that you didn't realize we've been together for 26 years, not 25 years. All right. But if you notice, they quoted the reminder. And tomorrow we talk to Dobbs. So
5: ah.
0: we'll get to the bottom of that just to make sure, because they could have <coughs> gone with uh, you know last year's story about the Mayflower Marathon, and not mm. gone through this one, even though it wasn't at the Hall of Fame, it was uh, you know here virtually. I and like to
1: think that they went with whatever re- recommended inductee form they received. Maybe, and for all we know, maybe it was Dobbs. I don't know. Well, uh, Dobbs could have done got it. got some explaining to do.
0: Well, I mean, I'm not gonna you know. I'm not going to uh, you know, badmouth Michael Dobbs in any way. He's really right, well. glowing things about us in the past, so uh, yeah. So he's tomorrow, and uh, you know maybe we'll uh, we'll talk about that. But yes. So
1: not that we're going to let it go to
0: our heads. No, but, but we are gonna, uh, we're going to hammer the living bejesus out of this until September.
1: Far as we know, we're the only radio broadcasters ever in Massachusetts' third largest city. To be named to the Hall of Fame I mean, of broadcasters, uh, there's got to be somebody for
0: Massachusetts only. We can't be the only Springfield radio people no, just, not, uh, ever ever inducted.
1: Like I said, I'm going back to uh, you know Tom Bergeron is in there. That I knew. Uh, yeah, Tom Bergeron. Uh, I, mean, I remember I, a lot of these names. I, I did look.
0: Uh, you, you look look it up, and you know there are. You know, like Dana Hersey used to work for Channel Thirty Eight in Boston. <laughs> I watch, I you know, watch that dude all the time.
1: Gil Santos is in. Yeah. Now all of a sudden, I'm thinking it's not that big a deal.
0: No, it's a big deal. Gil, just because you don't like Gil Santos doesn't. Johnny Most is in. Johnny Most deserves to be in there. What about John? What
1: about uh What about Donny Most? Donny Most was not a Massachusetts broadcaster. Not, not the, that we know To the best of my knowledge, but Ken Coleman. That was it. it. was a Red Sox announcer, right? Uh, yes, he was. Yes, he mm-hmm. was.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, we'll have to, we'll have to go
1: through all this to 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 see.
0: Uh, Billy Costa, yeah, yeah, Billy Costa used to be on uh, the Phantom Gourmet. That was a good show on uh, on Nesson. We are among giants. Oh, here we are. Madsen, Herschel, a <sighs> few others hmm. saying something. It,
1: it really does, and uh, I should like to see at the very least uh, T-shirts. Get made up. <laughs> That's okay. Something that says Bax and O'Brien. Uh, Hall I, of Famers. I helped make Bax and O'Brien Hall of Fame broadcasters. Yeah, right. Like the
0: logo should be changed. Yeah. Hall of Fame Hall of Famers Bax and O'Brien. Exactly. Rock One
1: O Two. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. And all all on air announcements should be created to say the same thing as well. <laughs> You're listening to Hall of Fame broadcasters Bax and O'Brien of <laughs> Rock One O two. It's got a good ring to it. Yeah.
0: 624 with Bax and O'Brien on Rock 102. We can finally say live music is back in downtown. It's uh, 626 with Hall of Fame broadcasters Bax and O'Brien on Rock 102.
1: That's right. And let us now laugh with the Hall of Fame broadcasting joke of the day. Tell me. Tell me what's funny. It's Bax and O'Brien's joke of the day. Well, it's nice to find
0: a fellow with a keen sense of humor. On Rock
3: 102. Oh, my God. That is Hilarious.
0: Springfield's Classic Rock.
1: According to a radio report, a middle school in Oregon was faced with a unique problem. Yes. A number of girls were beginning to use lipstick and would put it on in the bathroom. That was fine, but after they put their lipstick on, they would then press their lips to the mirror, leaving dozens of little lip prints. So finally, the principal decided that something had to be done. She called all the girls to the bathroom, and she met them there with the uh, janitor, and she explained that all these... Lip prints are causing a major problem for the custodian who has to clean the mirror every night. To demonstrate how difficult it was to clean the mirrors, she asked the janitor to clean one of them, and he took out a long-handled squeegee, dipped it into the toilet, and then cleaned the mirror with it. And since then, there have been no lip prints on the mirrors. <laughs>
6: <laughs> That's all of Main Caliber. That joke if I is heard. without,
1: without <laughs> doubt, an inductee.
5: <laughs> <laughs> Booyah!
0: Baxton O'Brien on Rock One with Hall of Famers Baxon O'Brien and Rock 102. It is time for news. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Uh,
3: I think I'm going to have to file a workers' comp claim. What? I just slipped on a bunch of ego grease out here in the hallway. Well, but Steven, guess...
1: get used to it.
3: Hey, what is this? No mention of me at all throughout Think... any of this? Well, uh, Steve, <laughs>
1: you'll have to uh,
0: work on your own nomination to get uh, well, to, uh, to get where where John and I are at in our careers.
3: I would say uh, most of your success has relied on me for the last
5: time. Uh,
1: well, times. Steve, <laughs> uh, I don't mean to take anything away from you. God knows you've done your share, but uh, there were several before you there might even be some
3: yes and i've been the longest one here well of all of them
1: that that may be true but the longest doesn't always make you the best <laughs> hey, john uh, i know get a little <laughs> of this guy, guy. Uh,
0: uh, yeah. uh, all right all listen right. we were we were uh we were playing two for tuesdays when you were still in your mama's womb and
1: i'm telling yeah. you right now we, uh, we are Hall of Fame caliber talent. Yeah. yeah, but Two for Tuesdays was a station thing. We've been doing this Hall of Fame broadcast since you were in grammar school.
3: Uh-huh. And I remember listening to you mm-hmm. when I was in high school. Yeah. Right? Right. And immediately switching over to the Howard Stern Show because these guys suck.
1: Well, I don't see him in the Massachusetts Broadcasters <laughs> <laughs> Hall no, of Fame. No,
3: you don't. That's and right. he spent
1: a good part of his career uh-huh. in, in in Boston. Right. So it looks like we're the ones who uh, should be gloating. Listen,
0: it's it's not about us cloaking ourselves in the this wondrous uh, honor with our egos. It's 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 not about that, uh, Steve. It's about the time uh, served. It's about uh, you know what we've done for the community. It's about uh, It's about the
1: recognition. Yeah, it's it's a, about the discounted prices i'm sure we will now enjoy nary everywhere we go i mean we'll be lauded with praise for the next few months uh, there's
0: no doubt but steve if it makes you feel better we will uh thank you during our acceptance speech this
3: is like getting employee of the month at bondy's island
0: no no no, and no, and no no it's like
1: employee of the year man
0: at bondy's island
1: yeah, yeah but still for the year <laughs>
0: I mean, you think about all the other people that uh, you know have tried to uh, take us on. I mean, does uh,
1: is Dave James in the Massachusetts Broadcasters
5: Who? Hall of Fame
1: exactly my point? Yeah. yeah. And man, were we lucky not to have gotten nominated yet last year during a pandemic, where we are post-pandemic Hall of Famers. Actually, that would have seemed more appropriate. Yeah, you know, kind of. <laughs> that would have seemed seen, to be more of our not, luck. Not surprising.
3: Uh, Holyoke residents are being asked to run their faucet for a while before using the water to release discoloration caused by construction yesterday. The Department of Public Works said construction at the intersection of Northampton Street and Morgan Street required a major transmission line to be shut off, causing widespread discoloration throughout the city. Homeowners are being asked to run their taps to get rid of that discoloration before using. The city will be flushing hydrants throughout the construction process to return water quality to normal. So as opposed to the other discoloration that you normally would get from a Holyoke drinking water. well, This one's a little bit different.
1: I suppose that might be true, but I've just got to think that if this were uh, a problem, say, in Chicopee, at least now, by being a Hall of Fame broadcaster, I'd have someone else <laughs> to test it. my water for me. I <laughs> hey, Listen, I want someone to at least <laughs> sniff it first.
0: got to get that yeah.
3: living in the Hall of Fame song for you.
0: Uh,
1: yeah.
3: Uh, police in Springfield arrested two men on firearms charges and five others on motor vehicle charges while cracking down on drag racing in the city. Police conducting the drag race detail at about 3 a.m.
1: Yeah, that's this when the drag is. racing is.
3: Oh, I thought it was the dirt bike stuff. With, or this is drag this racing. This is drag racing. Uh Sunday saw a car come close to running into a motorcyclist on Plainfield Street when they tried to stop the driver. He continued onto I-291 <laughs> East and then pulled over on the side of the road, according to Ryan Walsh.
1: Almost hit a motorcyclist. Yeah. So what if it was one of those kids on a dirt bike? Now what do you do? You got drag racers, illegal, almost hitting motorcyclists who are driving erratically, illegal. It's like, you know what? I'll let them take care of themselves. Yeah, but the the car hits the bike. Two problems solved.
3: Yeah, but there's still other people out on the
1: road that. Eh, It's 3 (laughs) a.m. Yeah, well, there could be people going to work. Yeah, that's true. To their, but would they be going to their Hall of Fame caliber jobs at that hour? Not
0: in, uh, not in this
1: town. No, sir.
3: Uh, officers ordered the driver, uh, 26-year-old Juan Jusino of Springfield, out of the car and arrested him. At the same time, they observed the passenger, 26-year-old Luis Martinez, making suspicious movements. As the officer was walking Jusino uh, to the cruiser, Martinez began moving his hands underneath the seat again. He's, uh, Martinez then tossed an object out of the window and over the highway barrier. Officers then searched the area and located a loaded firearm with a defaced serial number on the pavement. Martinez and Husino were charged with carrying a loaded firearm without a license and uh, motor vehicle crimes.
1: Moving his hands under the seats. What is this, one of those transparent cars where the cops can see what's going on under the seats?
3: Well, maybe they have eyes in the back of their head.
1: Yeah, they need uh, x-ray vision.
3: Uh, Five other people from Springfield, Holyoke, West Springfield, and Warren were also arrested on different motor vehicle charges on East Columbus. Man, I came all the way here from Warren and I get arrested? What mm-hmm.
0: kind of city drag race is this? Doing There's got to be places to drag race in Warren, right? One. I mean, or do you, do you come up to the big city to show off uh, your uh, your your skill? That's
3: what it is. It's like uh, it's like Kenny Rogers in Six Pack, where he's uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't remember the plot of that movie. Okay. I just remember he was a race car driver and he met a woman with six kids. Right? Isn't that how it was? Six kids. Yeah. But they were doing the the, the the big the big race. The drag racing detail was conducted by members of the C-3 North End Unit under the direction of Lieutenant Julio Toledo and other uh, city police officers. Holy Toledo! Julio Toledo! Uh, five, My guess is he gets that a lot. He probably does, and he probably hates it.
1: More than likely.
3: Five men were arrested and trafficking weights of both heroin and cocaine were seized after officers attached to the Metro Unit Narcotics Unit squad swooped on de- swooped down on a Pearl Street apartment they had under surveillance. What was the sigh for?
1: Well, I was just thinking that perhaps uh, Lieutenant Toledo has gotten that kind of chastising in the past, but never from Hall of Fame broadcasters. Yeah, that's the truth. Uh, Ryan Walsh uh, said investigators were watching
3: an apartment on the 100 block of Pearl Street for suspected drug sales and distribution Saturday morning when one suspect left the apartment. The suspect, Isaces Diaz, then drove from the area with the police following... Officer's new Diaz did not have a license to operate so maybe they made a traffic stop. In the front seat, Eric Torres was arrested, but Diaz refused to exit the vehicle. As police tried to get him out, Diaz jammed his foot down on the accelerator, so trying to bitch. escape, but he crashed the car into a police cruiser instead.
1: Oh, boy. Uh, arrested
3: at the scene. A rear seat passenger. Of What's the address here? 100 Pearl Street.
1: You know what the Springfield Police Department address is? 101, <laughs> is 101 Pearl Street? 130, yeah. which, which could very well be the next building or two.
0: I mean, is it? There- would I be wrong in saying that uh, conducting drug business across the street or up the road yeah. from the police department is probably not a smart idea? It actually might be the smartest idea.
3: A rear seat passenger, Neftali Marcel Matthias, fled the car and ran back to the apartment under surveillance and barricaded himself inside. Officers were able to get uh, Matthias to leave the apartment and arrested him. He was found to be carrying 10 bags of heroin and $200 in cash on him. Back at the car, officers found two and a half packs of heroin, 50 bags uh, in each, uh, the glove compartment, and a loaded handgun in the trunk. The firearm had been reported stolen in Springfield. This is a long story. Yeah, because it's there's a long list of charges. Uh, approximately an hour after police left the apartment, the RTAC unit uh, informed investigators that the apartment was being broken into. Responders, uh, responding officers, detained a subject leaving the apartment with a large trash bag of sneakers, but in his police in his car, police found cash and drugs.
1: Wait a minute, it broke into the apartment that the other guy had just barricaded himself yeah. inside of? Yeah. Well, how did he get into the apartment? Well, they got
3: this guy out, arrested him, and then somebody else went in and broke into well, the but, apartment. But who,
1: lo- who locked it after they took the first guy out?
3: Well, I, does break-in necessarily mean no, you going to leave No, it doesn't have to, doesn't have
0: to the... be locked. No, you could just like
3: walk right through an unlocked yeah. door. So, now they're facing, uh, they're all facing multiple charges, but- what a what a unfortunate turn of events
1: yes it it does sound like a bad night for these dudes
3: uh Rebecca Cornell has been removed from her post as town planner of where 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 oh town manager Stuart Beckley confirmed on Sunday that he had removed Cornell as director of planning and community development
1: it's too bad I heard she had some really good plans
3: at the action of the town manager Rebecca no longer works for the town as of June 18. No,
1: addition- Take her plans elsewhere.
3: Yeah, no additional information was shared as to why she was dismissed. She was a graduate of the University of Massachusetts Amherst. Cornell had worked in Sturbridge Planning Department before coming to where the Board of Selectmen approved Cornell's appointment in
0: 2019. Can she, uh, she take her plans for where and apply it to some other
1: town? Well, she probably did the same uh, from Sturbridge to where. That's probably what, her, what got her out of Sturbridge. Yeah,
0: except... I don't, uh, and this is just me talking. Uh, I've been to Ware mm. and Sturbridge, and I don't believe that Ware became like Sturbridge.
1: Mm, not yet, but that was her plan.
0: Well, it ain't going to happen now that she's gone. Stuart Beckley has been
3: a uh, had been a city planner in East Hampton. I always wanted to be a city planner.
1: I thought you wanted to be a marine
0: biologist. I've both that too. Yeah. Uh,
3: more uh, than for more than two decades, when Ware hired him as town manager in 2011 there's something going on here and they're not saying
1: oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> so. they got plans of some kind
3: a uh, three-person party drove to the middle of the connecticut river on the agawam side during a nearly 100 degree day the group could be seen parked on a sandbar in a video uh, from western mass news the video generated some comical reactions on social media the individuals exited and entered the suv multiple times dipping their bodies in the water and waiting on top of the sand the Connecticut River Conservancy advises against swimming in the river due to elevated E. coli bacteria levels associated with stormwater runoff and combined sewer overflows. An odd interaction occurs when, a duo, when the duo walking around the Connecticut River shoreline spots the group loafing with their vehicle in the middle of the river. The duo decides to join them and uh, spark an almost 10-minute conversation with the individuals.
1: I saw this, uh, oh Christ, now that I think about it, was it last year? Yeah, I think it might have been last year. Uh a pickup truck out in the middle of the river and I think it had driven so far out they had to tow it. Duh. This one here, this was like a like a Jeep Wagoneer. Yeah. And uh they just drove away with it. They backed up. Yeah. And
3: they uh, left the river the same way they came.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. The other one, the other one got stuck there. That's but really- uh I wouldn't go in the river. I mean, I'm not a big fan of natural bodies of water anyway. <laughs> if it's not chlorinated and filtered i don't really want anything to do with it or unless you can uh, pull a stopper at the bottom of yeah, it and exactly. wash yourself in it yeah but uh you know hey lots of people doing all kinds of things to cool down this week
3: yeah i don't advise driving your jeep into the middle of the river and what's the why can't you just park on the shore and walk in they don't, well, they don't I mean, look that far from the middle of the river,
1: you know, you buy you, you see these commercials on TV for these four wheel drive vehicles driving through all kinds of different terrain. What do you, you want to stay on Riverdale Street? Yeah, not if I can be in the river, I don't. In fact, that might be a, be- a great place to watch the fireworks Sunday night, it might be, but you know, uh, I don't like uh, if I've got a vehicle,
0: I you know, Wagoneer is a, a, a solid. Uh, vehicle um I don't
1: think I want to drive into a body of water with my car Dude that's why you have a Wagoneer and it was even it was one of those raised Wagoneers with the big uh, fat tires on it It was it was basically a baby monster truck
0: yeah, I get that, and I get you know you you want to go off road. It's if I'm going to go off road,
1: I'm not going over a body of of water. Well, and you're just a uh, you're just a chicken, and probably don't even deserve a Hall of Fame uh, level uh, uh, status. I, be- I believe I would be a Hall of
0: Fame chicken. Uh, I'll I don't take know it. About I'll that. take it.
3: Are you all done
0: for now? Okay. Uh,
3: a new weight loss device. No weight.
0: No. Now. Yeah. Now.
3: A new weight loss device called the Dental Slim just came out, and people are comparing it to a medieval torture device because it locks your mouth shut using magnets. It goes on your top and bottom molars and only lets you open your mouth two millimeters. So you're forced to stick to a liquid diet. and it comes with a key that lets you open it if there's an emergency.
1: There's, it's, you talk like uh, Bruce Springsteen at that point. Yeah. Your jaws are locked. I'm, what? What kind hey, of an emergency? Hey, little girl, it's dead. Yeah. Oh. Yeah.
0: I'm I'm looking at, I'm looking at
1: this thing. It's it's a it's a freaking torture device. It's yeah, we got it, Steve. We understand what the song sounds. Like. Yeah, it, it, yeah. I
3: also, I also got the fact that you're a Massachusetts broadcast. Well, you
1: better get days, used
3: so.
5: to it.
0: Yeah, because you're going to hear a lot of that next couple of months.
1: Everywhere, all the time.
0: So this <laughs> thing locks on your teeth, right? Like yeah. up, upper and bottom. What's it called? Dental one. The dental slim. slim. Yeah, it, and. It, uh,
3: yeah, this looks torturous. It's basically like having your jaw wired shut, which was actually a weight loss technique used in the 70s and 80s, but people who did it tend uh, didn't tend to keep the weight off. The dental slim does appear to make you lose weight, at least in the short term. Seven people uh, who were obese volunteered to test it out, and on average they lost 14 pounds in two weeks. Uh, see, I'm, no.
1: I'm only seeing dental guards. Dental slim, yeah. one word? Yeah. Well, yeah. This would look very uncomfortable
3: in your mouth. It just uh wraps around both of your molars with like
0: screws oh oh. yeah no now you, I'm seeing it
1: yeah, no, thank you yeah, it's a chastity belt for the mouth
3: and if you don't have teeth shaped like the the model here
0: well I mean they they may be able to fit it to your yeah to your teeth, but I don't know why you'd want to use this you know man uh,
3: listen i've uh I've struggled with weight my entire life. The the secret is to not eat as many calories as you normally do. Mm-hmm. The less calories you eat, you will lose weight. Sure. So it's not really a secret.
0: Yeah, but I could, you know, if I'm you know, relegated to a liquid diet, I could very easily drink like a bucket full of melted butter
1: and still gain weight. They're magnetized shut. But what if I just got the vaccine? That's magnetized too. But right. You're absolutely right. They
0: uh, may actually uh, repel each other rather than yeah. uh, be can't, attracted to you each can't other. You can't close your mouth.
3: Maybe, maybe it won't be, uh, maybe it's not magnetized like that lady tried to put the key to her neck and it fell yeah, off. Yeah right, 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 yeah,
0: right. I mean, I would not get this, uh, not just because it's a torture device and I don't believe it actually loses weight, but if I had my jaw wired shut, I would be unable to tell everybody that we've just been, uh, we're about to be inducted into the Massachusetts Broadcasters Hall of Fame. And this and the timing of that wouldn't be
1: right. No, not to mention the speech you'd end up having to give like this. It's a, it
0: was an honor just to be nominated.
1: I think everybody. No, but what did you say? You can open it what? Two millimeters. I don't even know how you get it open two millimeters.
5: What?
1: If if they're magnetized, they are the they are just like what they're showing in this picture. Yeah, but think about how big two millimeters is. It's nothing. <laughs> Yeah, but it's 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 a mile. But if you've got if like they're, a, if they're
0: two magnets, yeah. But it doesn't necessarily mean like your front teeth are locked together in place. You might be able to yeah, suck things in through like the front of your teeth. I or, think
1: there's also like a shock system inside of it that allows it a little a two millimeter uh, movement up and down. Is that? Mm,
3: it just looks wildly uncomfortable. Oh yeah, I, I just I wouldn't be able to do that.
1: It also looks, uh, yeah, widely uncomfortable because it's not it's it's a back molar. I mean, your lips are going to be rubbing up against that. Well, I yeah. don't know. Yeah. I, you know, people put chewing tobacco in their mouths like that too. So I'd, I'd rather gain a few pounds.
3: And then, uh, well, you can go. You can be really popular at karaoke.
1: Not really. I'm what about...
3: Her, her sitting
5: dress in a room you do you don't, you don't You're not going
1: to sing the whole song, are you? Sun yeah. Down, yeah. You well, take down at least he didn't pick the Edmund Fitzgerald. Time, <laughs> <get paid in laughs> right oh, yeah, that's another one. <laughs> Imagine doing Fitzger- the Edmund <laughs> Fitzgerald. All eight minutes of it? No, thank you. <laughs>
3: You're a uh, Pioneer Valley forecast. I would love to sing that
1: entire song, by the way, <laughs> with your teeth clamped.
3: Yeah, did I ever tell you about the the uh, the Gordon Lightfoot parody that my parents had on this answering machine tape back in the eighties? <laughs> no. Yeah, but answering machines were like really popular, and then they were selling like you could get uh, messages that were pre-recorded by celebrities yeah. or something. That I you had
1: that pre- Greatest American Hero one.
3: Yeah, believe it or not, Yeah, is at, at home. home. Oh, no. Leave what, a
1: message what, what, at the beep. What is uh,
3: what was the one from Family Guy I sent you like, the other day? It was the it was that song from the Outfield.
1: Oh, and, yeah. And Peter yeah, calls yeah. him,
3: and he's like, "Joe is on a vacation far away." <laughs> but this particular uh, answering machine thing had like TV theme songs and. Like uh, just a mixed bag of everything, and one of them was Sundown by Gordon Lightfoot, and it was uh, what I can't. I'm trying to remember the exact (laughs) lyrics. Uh, Sometimes I sometimes I think it's a shame when you don't leave a message and you don't leave your name. (laughs) (laughs) I gotta see if I can I can pull that cassette out somewhere. I'm I know I have it. Your uh, Pioneer Valley forecast today going to be sunny. With a high of 97. It's going to be uh, very hot as well. The heat advisory in effect until tomorrow at uh, 7 p.m. Uh, Tomorrow going to be rainy uh, as well in the afternoon with a high of 96. It's 75 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Oh, yeah.
2: Last October, Paul wasn't feeling well.
0: Six on the Hall of Fame award-winning
1: Baxin O'Brien show. Yes, that's true. Uh, You know, this is a little disappointing. I mean, the... The pandemic, for all intents and purposes, is over, and uh, we are going back to big crowds and crowded places and celebrations and especially some of those as well. Uh, Fourth of July ceremonies as well, but uh, the town of Enfield, unfortunately, um, has been forced to cancel its July 4th three-day celebration on the town green which has also cost a performance by Johnny Sixgun but um, they will have their fireworks uh, Saturday July 3rd. jeez I thought uh, and, wait a minute is this is this last year's or this year's um well no it's this year's because they're talking about for the second year in a row they had to they had to cancel it last year because of the coronavirus this year because they didn't make any money last year so uh they don't have the funding for it that kind of sucks yeah it does suck but you know a lot of i mean
0: a lot of cities and towns i don't want to say they jumped the gun because they made the decision you know based upon yeah you know, i'm i'm sure a certain uh, you know parameters like you know certain deadlines they had to meet and at the time you know maybe we didn't have everything in place not enough people vaccinated or you know, whatever it may be and so like you know worcester canceled theirs now Worcester had a pretty big celebration. Worcester's a fairly large city in Massachusetts, and uh, you know this—this this, uh, cities and towns all over the United States that canceled based entirely upon the idea that we wouldn't be out of this thing quite yet. Mm. You know, I'm kind of you know glad that uh, that uh, that Springfield uh, will have theirs on the Fourth of July. In fact, uh, Judy Matt will be joining us later this week to talk about that and some of the other stuff uh, going on now that you know, events are starting
1: to to come out and, and finally take place. I'm not seeing uh, anything. I'm, so I'm looking up the uh, Mount Carmel Fest in Enfield, which uh, is another big deal. And I'm still just seeing information that last year's was canceled because of the pandemic. We hope to gather the community once again in 2021, but there's no word yet on uh, on whether they are or not. But, yeah, that's uh, that's mm-hmm. too bad. What the town were we talking about where they're going to have their 4th of July fireworks in September?
0: Uh, we mentioned that yesterday, I think. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, Steve, that was
3: that was going to be Springfield originally. Right, that's right. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah that's originally. Right. I thought retired. there was one that was still going
1: to do it in September. No. no they do, right. And then
3: they obviously changed it when all the restrictions started lifting. So, Judy will talk all about well, that on all Thursday. Right. It's a good
1: thing because they might have accidentally had it on September 30th, in which case we would have not been able to attend... Lest we be getting inducted into the Broadcasters Hall of Fame on that day. Well, the Massachusetts well, Broadcasters. And it's way. a lunchtime induction, so we could have been at the fireworks tonight. <laughs> yeah, we, we might. <laughs> With our award. We might be back in time, but <laughs> <laughs> probably take that morning off. You know, you're yeah, well, well been, that morning, but without, I mean, by course. the afternoon, I'm sure right, we'll still maybe. be able to have our obligations.
0: It's 6.59. Mike Quincy from Consumer Reports coming up in just a few minutes. On Rockwood 02. GG Inks, screen printing and impact. Em- Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky Ace Hardware. Get instant savings with your Rocky Ace Rewards card. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Hey, not that I'm counting, but according to my records, I have approximately 3,729 days left before I can officially retire from this godforsaken business. And while that seems like a long way off, I can assure you that from my perspective, it will feel much longer. However, When the day finally comes that I can clear out my desk and hand over my keys, one thing is for sure, there will be nothing that lures me out of retirement. I don't care if you offer me a company car, stock options, preferred parking, or access to the executive washroom, which we currently do not have. I will not come out of retirement under any circumstances. So why am I projecting my intentions with such harsh defiance today? Because according to reports, recently retired former Celtic president of basketball operation Danny Ainge is allegedly being considered for a job with the Utah Jazz less than a month after retiring from the Boston Celtics at the age of 62. Granted, the job that he is uh, being considered for isn't exactly the same position he had with the Celtics. He would simply be serving as an advisor, but that's not really my point. The point I'm trying to make is that even at 62 years old, Danny Ainge has hardly given retirement a chance, whereas I can predict that retirement and leisure will come quite naturally to me. Listen, Danny Ainge is a grown-ass man who can do whatever the hell he wants. But when the day comes for me to retire, I'll take a little bit more than just three weeks to start running out of things not to do. Sure, being an advisor isn't exactly strenuous work, nor can I be sure it's an everyday gig. But it's still work. And on September 15, 2031, I will likely have the desire to work. Uh, that will be completely out of my system. Now, you may say, I don't know, Baxi, you say this now, but you may feel differently in 3,729 days, to which I would say, never underestimate my ability and enthusiasm for total inactivity. Because, quite frankly, that's where my passions truly lie. And at the age of 65, I'm quite certain that my desire to entertain you people will be completely out of my system, too. Whereas Danny Ainge could barely give it 30 days without needing to go back. And I can't relate to that whatsoever. Ever. But hey, another of my yapping sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. You know what's cool about the battery that powers the Eagle lawnmower? The same battery that powers the Eagle snowblower or the Eagle leaf blower and chainsaw. Go to Rocky's Ace Hardware. Check out the Eagle battery powered power tools. They're awesome and available right now at your neighborhood Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's classic, classic. rock. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 7-12 on Rock 102.
1: With? Oh, the uh, Hall of Fame broadcasters, Baxton O'Brien. Exactly. And yes. the uh, heat wave continues today and tomorrow. Uh, sunny, hot, chance of a thunderstorm and record high temperatures. Today, 94. Tomorrow, 95.
0: It is always a pleasure to welcome back from Consumer Reports, Car Guy Mike Quincy. Good
1: morning, Michael. How are you?
6: I'm great, you Hall of Famers. No kidding, Well,
1: it's nice to know it's already gotten around a bit.
6: (laughs) Wow, that's awesome, you guys. I mean, you must be, you know, wanting to go to, like, White Castle and celebrate or something.
0: Well, uh, Uh, sliders all around, except we'd have to drive awful far to get to a White Castle.
1: (laughs) But uh, I'm sure you're uh, feeling as though your pedigree might have gone up just a little bit now, knowing you're part of a... Of a Hall of Fame broadcast on a regular basis.
6: Hey, listen, I have valued our relationship. How about that? That's, well, that well, won't get you into the Hall of Fame. I'll yeah, tell you that much. I was going to say that's that's
0: one way of putting it. <laughs>
6: <laughs> nah, you guys, I've, I've I've really enjoyed coming on the radio with you guys all these years. Can't believe you still ask me to come back on and and i i i have the best time with you guys well we're a little
1: surprised by it yeah so, uh, even more surprised <laughs> by having you on every month we still manage to get into the hall
6: of fame <laughs> <laughs> I, you know i drag
0: people down all the time what can I tell you? I
1: know.
0: that's it hey uh it is uh, i don't know if you've uh, if you're feeling this in connecticut but it's stinking hot out there and uh, there's an article in Consumer Reports. 5 tips to get the most cool from your car air conditioning system. I don't know about you, but one of the things that I do and this works nearly every time is I turn uh, the internal temperature of the car all the way down and then I crank it up as high as it can and I'm freezing cold within
5: seconds.
6: <laughs> well, you know, over over the last uh, 20 30 years car air conditioning systems have gotten really really good. And, and, yes, there are definitely little tips that you can do to, to maximize your system. I mean, one of the things is, is well, they, like they think in the winter, I'll just get in and kind of, you know, not warm it up but cool it off. And, actually, the best thing you, should, you can do when you're getting into a really hot car is get in and drive. I mean, the A.C. works better as the engine is working harder. You open up the windows as you're driving. You blow that hot air out, and that's going to be uh, one tip to get you on the road to Coolville.
1: Uh, you know, the people who put those things though, on their, uh, on their windshields, uh, I've always thought, I've always thought of those as a little cheesy, but I was, uh, driving about a week ago. I had a Genesis, a 2021 Genesis, and this thing had screens. It had screens in the back windshield that would, uh, that would go down when you put the vehicle in reverse and come back up again. When you put it in drive, that seemed like the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen.
6: But yeah, but actually, the the they're kind of they're window shades, and a lot of times they're in cars uh, for parents because the 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 kids are complaining that the sun is shining too hard on them, and you can raise them and lower them. Uh, but yeah, and I also my my brother used to to, to work out in in Arizona, and he had. One of those, you know, it's like a big pair of sunglasses that you put in the inside of your windshield to kind of block the sun from coming in. Hmm. Not only would that help to keep the car cool, but sun is really damaging to the interior. You can, if if you're if you're living out west and the sun is always beating on your car, you don't have a garage, uh, it will degrade the interior plastics. Your dashboard over time can can crack, and uh, so there, it's not as I say, it's not just window dressing.
5: Oh,
1: hey, very good. Go. That's almost a hall of fame type uh, comment. <laughs> but
5: you know. I, wait
0: but the the thing about uh about like newer model cars is is that some of the uh, it, when, when everything is included into like a like a dash cam video screen for whatever reason most of the temperature controls are apart from that so it's like is this it, it could can this not be computerized in, in the same way or just do people just prefer to have buttons and knobs they can press rather than yeah, you know, a touch screen, which, which might uh, control the, the car too.
6: Well, you know, we've, uh, Consumer Reports, we've talked about that for years. And while touchscreens, have, have, like, they, they proliferate, they're everywhere, and they've gotten better over time, we still prefer a lot of, the, we call them hard controls, hard buttons. Uh, we want the buttons. We want to twist the knobs. Uh, because if there's something goes wrong in, in the touchscreen, then you can't operate all that. We have uh, Consumer Reports reliability surveys. We ask people about <clears throat> their car's touchscreens all the time. And, and if the touchscreen goes down, you can be right around your car without any air conditioning. So, I mean, I, I really like uh, the, the buttons that have a, 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 the physical controls. Um, I, I want to hit one or two buttons like in the winter to turn on or off the heated seats. I don't want to have to touch a button for climate and then choose, you know, heated seats and then adjust the level by, by looking away from the, from the road. And and tap tap tapping on on the on the touch screen. So you know that's 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 a whole big discussion about touch screens versus physical controls, and s- obviously some are better than others.
5: You yeah,
1: know, they did a uh, story on the news the other night of the new uh, Ford F one hundred and fifty electric version, and uh, they claimed it was actually more powerful than the gas powered one. Are uh, are 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 men with penis size issues going to be able to transform over to electric
5: pickup trucks?
6: <laughs> you know, the, the electric pickups are kind of uh, all the rage these days, or at least the talk of them are. But just like all electric vehicles, people get very excited about it, and they go on these internet forums and 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 and. You know, defend how awesome they are, and then and then no one goes out and buys them. So the thing about electric cars is they have a hundred percent of the torque at, immediately. In other words, with a gas engine car, the the engine has to has to has to rev up, and you need to change gears to get into the, the fat power, part of the power band. Well, all of the power is right at your fingertips with electric cars. And Ford has, has had a great reputation for producing performance trucks. I mean, the original Lightning was a was a a, a crew. Uh, a a regular cab V8-powered rear-wheel-drive truck, and it was really fun and really awesome. And then they came out with a Raptor, which was, you know, lifted and four-wheel drive and could go anywhere with massive amounts of horsepower. So, you know, the the power wars in in the pickup truck market are very, very active. And, yeah, right now, the the, uh, upcoming electric F-150 will be the most powerful um, uh, uh, truck in their lineup. That, of course, until probably the next Raptor comes out.
0: This is Mike Quincy from Consumer Reports on the phone. You know, there's a pretty interesting article in, in Consumer Reports. Will you void a car warranty by not having your car serviced? at the dealership. You know, there's a lot of people out there who believe that getting your car dealer yeah. getting your car worked on a dealership is like flushing your money away. It is. But mm-hmm. what but what is the truth there especially when it comes to uh, you uh, having a valid warranty?
6: Well, a, a lot of times when you go buy a new car, you might get pressure from the salesperson or the F and I guy, and that F and I is, is is the finance and insurance office, and that's where they they sell you the extended warranties, they sell you the, the, the paint sealant and rust proofing that you don't need, uh, and they'll say, you know, you you've you got to bring it back here if uh, if if you if you need service, or the warranty will be voided, and that is absolutely incorrect. Uh, there's a, a, a law called the Magnuson Moss Warranty Act. It was passed in the 1970s, and it's not and it, and it states it's not legal to require the use of the manufacturer. Uh, uh, part or, or or service in order to maintain a warranty you can I, have your car sorry go
1: ahead I, I would think that's just like the the we just passed a law here recently where private uh, co- private garages are entitled to all the proprietary information that the dealers know so that they can fix a car as well
6: well, yeah, and that's and that is a big consumer kind of uh, advocacy work that we do here at Consumer Reports because we don't want this proprietary information to only be at the the uh, the, 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 the 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 dealers, the the certified dealers, the re, you know the, the factory back dealers, because you you consumers need to have variety, they need to have uh, choices if if the manufacturers. Try to corner the market and say you can only get your car fixed at the dealers. Well, that's gonna, you know, that's gonna really hurt the independent mechanics. And in Consumer Reports' own surveys of of car repairs, uh, independent mechanics are are far and away the the, the, the top rated uh, by by Consumer Reports uh, subscribers. And I mean, you, you know, you, you have to you have to be careful about this because listen, if if you have a new car and there's a recall, definitely bring it back to the dealer. But a recall is okay because. The manufacturer says, there's something wrong, we're going to fix it, it's not going to cost you any money, and, and 90% of the time, the, the recall is, is a one-time fix and it doesn't, it doesn't crop up. Um, but, but if you want to get your oil changed in your new car that's under warranty at a quick lube uh, place, um, just, just, keep, just keep the receipt, but, but keep in mind that if, if there's some damage that happens... Through an independent mechanic or oil change place, that that might not be covered under your warranty because you had other people do it, or if you did it yourself, and like for example, you forgot to to put the oil filter back on and you you messed up your engine. Well, that you know that, that's going to be on you. But um, but but don't don't buy the, the the pressure from the dealers that you have to bring it to, to the to the ser- their own service center every time to get it worked on.
0: Well, I don't understand if 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 it's if that information. Uh, is not true that you have to get it worked on at the dealership to maintain the warranty. How are they allowed to even say that? Why why would that not be uh like a like a false claim?
6: Well it it is it a is. false claim and it is illegal and in the article we should say if if you're ever uh pressured to, to do this, you should complain, uh, you should um
1: Where wire
6: well, you 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 can complain to the Federal Trade Commission, and and because it it is it is a hundred percent illegal. Listen, yeah, but, uh, car dealers have the right to to try to make uh, to make try to make money. They try to be profitable. And of the one hundred and fifty four cars that I've bought for the Consumer Reports test program, the vast majority were very cool, very honest, hardworking. Gave me straight deals. Gave me straight answers. There's still a few out there that are a little slimy, and and you know, the, but the, the, a lot of the dealers that I've worked at are trying to change the their reputation. Uh, unfortunately, people you know would still probably rather go to the dentist than than go to a new car dealership. And and we really thought maybe COVID was going to change a lot of that because you didn't have to spend as much time in the physical dealer maybe you're doing it more online which makes all the sense of the world so so i mean you know car dealers should make money but they shouldn't do it dishonestly
1: well good luck with that (laughs) (laughs) so which do you think is worse to leave in a hot car a child an old person or an animal
6: oh man (laughs) (laughs) Huh? <laughs> um um a a bottle of of coke. Have you have <laughs> you guys
1: you guys have tested that, right? I mean I but I'm uh, sure you uh, just uh, put <laughs> thermometers in the car.
6: Uh we no, we we have we have made uh a lot of noise about how many times a year uh, children are mistakenly left in cars.
5: Mm-hmm.
6: And, and whether it's parents, grandparents, caregivers, or whatnot, we're all living busy lives. We're all kind of scatterbrained these days. And it, is, uh, it, it happens. It happens too much. And it's not that the parents or caregivers are bad people. You just... Our, we're just all losing our minds from how busy we're living and there's lots of tips that you can do to remind yourself that you have a kid in the backseat maybe it's you put your phone back there maybe it's your wallet or your purse it's something important that you need to get into how, the house the next place that you're going into um, so, so you say "Oh, I, 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 where, where's, where's my keys to the house well they're in the backseat next to your kid how, oh well reminder bring your kid in
1: Mike um, how, no, how, how, long, how long did it take to get all the car manufacturers to put a ding in your car if you didn't have your seatbelt on
6: <laughs> well not long because uh, seat belt use was became mandated uh many years ago and right. a lot of car manufacturers have rear seat reminders that the little little chime and a light pops on when you turn off the car when you put it in the car in park and you turn it off they'll say check the rear seat and it's it's not a bad thing
1: and but it's not mandatory but if they if they made it mandatory would they be able to do it in in three years I mean, that's why I asked how long it took to get the ding when you don't have the seatbelt on.
6: Uh, I, I don't think it would take that long at all because basically it's, it's software. I mean, you, you're programming your, your, your information display to, to come up with, with, you know, with, a, with a notification for the driver. Um, there's also weight sensors in, in seats that are used to detect you know passengers for airbags. So so all the technology exists, and a lot of manufacturers do this already, and we always talk about it in our test cars when a car has a rear seat reminder uh, system. Yeah. These uh, are good, these are effective, and they can save lives. It's
0: a, it's, it's a great feature. The, the, the problem you have is it takes a number of years for everybody to get a car with that technology. They're all driving old cars and don't have it. And, you know, unfortunately, you know, you, un, until you go through a period of time where all the cars on the road have recirculated to newer vehicles with that option, you still run the risk of someone making that terrible mistake.
6: Right, and, and that, was, that was also the case with, with uh, uh, backup cameras. I mean, the, the, unfortunately, there were too many stories of, of children being, being run over when mm-hmm. the car is put into reverse. And again, not these people are, are awful or vicious or anything, but, but Consumer Reports and other advocates pushed hard to make the manufacturers make backup cameras uh, as standard equipment, and thankfully now they are.
0: You can uh, check out uh, ConsumerReports.org. Check out the car blog. Uh, Mike Quincy is writing on there all the time. Mike, it's good to talk to you.
6: Thanks very much, you Hall of Famers. Go out and celebrate. <laughs>
0: Will do. It's 727 with Bax and O'Brien and Rock 102. Brian Arock, Quince, uh, so you, you, if you miss anything on the uh, Hall of Fame uh, award-winning Bax and O'Brien show, check out the award-winning uh, Hall of Fame Baxon O'Brien podcast on mm. Back uh, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and Spotify. Also check out, uh, all, all brought to you by the Wealth Technology Group of uh, Westfield. Also check out Baxi's musical podcast uh, this week, taking a look at the uh, debut record from The Cramps from 1980, Songs the Lord Taught Us. we got a pretty good interview coming up next week. I'll tell you about that in a couple of days.
1: And if you weren't listening to the 6 o'clock hour, uh, you may not know uh, what we're talking about. You could get the podcast, uh, or we could just tell you again, that we are being inducted into the Massachusetts Broadcasters Hall of Fame at the end of September.
0: Actually, uh, wouldn't that be Steve's top story during news? Uh? It,
1: it certainly should, no, be, it should be, but uh, in fact, I would believe it's everybody's top story and mm. news. Yeah, we'll see about that. In fact, I'm waiting for the calls from ABC40 or Western Mass News or TV22 mm. or well, Mass Live will probably call in three days, but uh, you know... We, we, we need it. <laughs> we, we want it we don't, we don't. To, to be out there.
0: Yes. Uh, news is next to Rock 102. <laughs> hey, everybody. It's Bax. I want to. It's 734 with Bax and O'Brien. Hall of Famers, uh, Bax and O'Brien to Rock 102. It's time for news brought to you by Yankee Home Improvement. This month, receive 60% off installation with no money down, no payments, and no interest for a full year. Visit yankeehomeimprovement.com and always use the keyword Bax. There's local radio icon Steve Nagel.
3: Oh, we have breaking news out of Massachusetts. Nine legendary members of the broadcast community will be inducted into the 2021 Massachusetts Broadcasters Association Hall of Fame during a luncheon ceremony on Thursday, September 30th at Boston Quincy Marriott Hotel. Selected as the 2021 Hall of Fame inductee is the great Gerald Walsh. (laughs) Rising through the ranks in television sales, Jerry became president and general manager of WLVI Channel 56 Boston and served in that position from 1981 to 1989. Uh, this, congratulations, has been Jerry. Licks, this has been Licks Lots of Box with your Rock 102 News Update.
1: A TV ad salesman? Oh, hey, Jesus, hey. apparently they're going to let anybody in here. I well,
0: so. I'll tell you what, I'm sure he made his money uh, yeah. for Channel 56 in Boston. The Herb
1: Tarlick of Boston?
0: Oh, come on now.
5: Well, hey,
3: Herb had some great ideas. I was just watching that last week, <laughs> and uh, there was a that was a very funny show. Oh, it was a great very
0: show. funny! Yeah,
1: yeah. And, and
3: Frank Bonner died. Was it last week or the yeah, week before? Yeah, yeah. But I think that's why I started watching some of some of the episodes, which I don't even know where you can find them, like on a platform.
1: I know what there's certain things like the Shield is another thing. I've never heard of it being anywhere. Uh, like either streaming or or well, on the service.
0: WKRP's problem has been the music licensing. Uh, and that's one of the reasons why it is it, it took forever for it to be. I don't know if it ever came out on DVD. I think eventually they were able to resolve the issues and it came out on DVD. Yeah,
3: but, they redubbed the song. Yeah, and at, it's like, and there was one where Johnny Fevers playing this record and uh, uh the big guy comes in. And says, uh, "Oh, uh, what are you what are you playing next?" And he's like, "Pink Floyd." And he puts us. It was not. It wasn't Pink Floyd. It wasn't Pink Floyd. Yeah. But
0: the
1: big guy says, "Oh yeah, that guy's good." Well, they were not elected to the Hall of Fame, as far as I know. But Laura and if they Carlo were,
3: was, yeah. the yes, WCOB's yeah. morning show. Yeah.
1: Well, at least she's in the radio, not a TV ad salesman.
3: Well, there's uh, the likes of Eric Jackson and Paul Kelly and uh, Sean McDonough.
1: Sean McDonough is a pretty good name. That's uh, that, those are some. That's some good company yeah. to go in with. Son of uh, the legendary Will McDonough. Yes, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, grandson, I believe, of the famous Dick McDonough. No, locally. I don't think so. Uh, no, no, probably not. Uh, you know, the, the only problem is it, it's a it's a middle of the day luncheon ceremony. Uh, so it's not like uh, you know, and it's not I I don't know actually if it streams on the website of the broadcasters Hall of Fame
0: they they uh, they do take video and yeah. most of the videos yeah. are available on their website. Are you gonna go? Sure, we're gonna go. Yeah, we gotta go.
3: Well, no, because there's been plenty of awards that you've won that you yep. said I'm yeah, not going to yeah, this Steve. Well, that, it's, please, you know,
0: it's a, this is a little bit different than the Best of the Valley Avenue. The readers', readers rave. I mean, is, right. Exactly. Come on,
1: this is the Hall of Fame. I mean, Steve. They give those for things you, out. Whoa, they give what? those things out to 400 people a year.
3: listen, listen to you,
1: you huge ego maniacs.
3: T- maniacs. Yeah. Yeah. Are you? T- these local ones I think are more important oh, than this for one.
1: sure. Please. I line my car seats with them.
3: <laughs> the people of this area have voted you many times as number one. Right? And they're like,
0: man, I'm not going to this show. Yeah, but they don't yeah. but but their vote doesn't you know is is not reflective about whether we go. Yeah. You know, we we this is this is a very distinct honor a, a little bit more exclusive it, than say the best of the Valley of the Reader's Rave.
1: Do you think there's anything out there that could possibly entice Michael Jordan to ever come to Springfield, Massachusetts were it not for the basketball Hall of Fame? Mm. No,
0: of no, course not. Be no reason for yeah. him to even consider coming
1: out well,
3: here. I don't know. Uh, we got uh Got a pride station there. He might have stopped that, uh, buying gas. Nah. He not go anywhere to get his gas. I'm sure he Besi- got the
1: gas at Mohegan Sun before he drove back. <laughs> Besides,
3: I'm sure he's usually driven by somebody else. <laughs> oh, got to use my, uh, my Indian points here. Uh, yeah, yeah really.
1: Pump. Wampum points. Wampum. <laughs> yeah.
3: Nearly two weeks after lawmakers agreed to continue allowing restaurants and bars to sell cocktails, beer, and wine to go, the battle over whether that's a good longer-term policy move for Massachusetts is still playing out. Its the la- its latest uh, venue was a virtual hearing on the Consumer Protection and Professional Licensure Committee where Robert Mellion of uh, the Mass Package Store Association warned of consequences and Senator Diana DeZiglio touted benefits. Ziglio, a Methuen Democrat who has pushed for takeout drinks measures as a way to help restaurants recover from the pandemic and associated shutdowns, filed a bill that would extend the authorization for to-go beer, wine, and mixed drink sales until June 15th of 2023, two years beyond the end of the state of emergency. I don't think that's a bad idea.
1: I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you know, when you consider about all the work that organizations like Mad has done and, uh, you know, even the police have done in trying to crack down on OUI operators, and and look, it's just as easy to... Open up a bottle of booze between the package store and your house to take a drink there. I get that. But, you know, to actually be allowed to have a drink, I don't see anything wrong with the concept, but I do see something wrong with the idea. Well, the, the biggest offenders of this are oftentimes people
0: who have been caught, people who can't Operate a vehicle unless they, you know, they they blow into a breathalyzer or people who have to, you know, do, you know, spot breathalyzer tests, you know, every now and then uh, to a probation officer or whatever. I mean, the biggest offenders, even the not so biggest offenders have to go through that. Is this necessarily all about. People who are problem drinkers, and I don't know if that's necessarily true. No, it it
1: might not be about problem drinkers, but you can still be under the influence and impaired without being a problem drinker. And for a state that doesn't even allow happy hours, I'm kind of surprised we're allowing this to continue.
3: Yeah, but, I mean, think about you could sit there, you know, I've witnessed people during the pandemic uh, who were getting to-go orders, getting those to go drinks, going in their car sitting in there drinking the, the drinks and leaving. It's no different than you sitting down at a restaurant having multiple drinks and then getting up and well, driving away.
1: I don't disagree with you at all, Steve. That's what I said. I, I just I think the idea, the concept, you know it, it's it's like I said about the happy hour. There, there's nothing that stops you from sitting in a bar drinking just as much. you're only going to spend a little bit more money than you would if it were two for ones. Uh, or things like that. But we got rid of those. We're, we're a pretty tight uh, state when it comes to alcohol use and, and laws. And I'm, I'm kind of surprised if they're going to let this one go.
3: Well, how long did it take for us to say, hey, we can open liquor stores on Sundays?
1: And it took a long time. It took a long time.
3: But well, I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, things change over time. Yeah, but so. even
1: there, you've got a lot of liquor stores that don't even bother opening up on Sundays because they're like, I don't want to do this. It's, first of all, it's not worth it even turning on the lights or heating or air conditioning the building for the amount of business I'm going to get on a Sunday. So, there, you know, there's a lot of them that don't even do that. But I think what would be interesting is to get the research, do the research, Find out how much this has increased the revenue of restaurants, and whether or not it's sizable.
3: It's ten percent of all sales uh, on average. That's what ten percent that, on what, average uh, to go beverages. I was reading this thing about Guy Fieri because he's spearheading this whole, you know, uh, helping restaurants out who have who have lost a lot of business during mm-hmm. the pandemic. And it was he said it's on average it's ten percent of your profits.
1: And what's which, his information? What's his evidence?
0: Because I don't know what his evidence is. Well, I'm confused. Is he saying 10% of your profits are liquor sales or 10% to-go liquor liquor
3: sales? sales.
0: Really? Yeah. That's actually... That's a significant amount. That's a
3: significant
1: amount and
0: maybe even higher than I I
1: would have expected. And I question his accuracy coming from Guy Fieri. Because I would have thought it would probably be a lot less. I mean, no offense. I've never ordered a drink
0: to-go because, to me, I can probably make one cheaper at home Using the ingredients that are
1: already there, you can definitely do that. Definitely, and I question the ten percent.
0: It probably depends on on the place, but nevertheless, I mean, you know, we do have some kind of. I mean, I I, I understand what you're saying about you know drunk driving and 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 uh, and and mad and, and everything else. But I, but you know I, there are a lot of states that have the happy hours that uh-huh. don't necessarily have. Any more drunk driving issues than anybody else. If you're looking to go to a bar at 5 o'clock in the afternoon, you're going to go to a bar at 5 o'clock in the afternoon, whether it's a happy hour or not. You could
1: still get drunk in a bar anyway. Yeah, but I still think that there are statistical, there is statistical proof that may show that two-for-one drinks or discounted drinks do have higher levels of OUI charges and, and possibly crashes.
0: Uh,
3: I don't know any of the citations on any of those, so
1: mm-hmm. mm. those I notes. don't either. I'm just I'm just guessing, but at least I'm not claiming something like Guy Fieri is
3: called a yeah the guy who knows restaurants.
1: Yeah, but he he knows how to build a restaurant. He knows how to open a restaurant. That doesn't mean he knows the statistics of sales of restaurants, and he's not a Hall of Famer, from what I've heard.
0: Called a monstrosity and <laughs> most most chefs actually turn their nose up at Guy Fury.
3: Called a monstrosity and prolonged fire hazard, the city of Springfield launched the final phase of demolition of the former Massachusetts Career Development Institute property in the Upper Hill neighborhood. We take this monstrosity down. MCDI, which no neighborhood resident should have to put up with
1: anymore. This has been
3: really great public and neighborhood partnership. A wonderful transformation continues. All of the great families out here in the Old Hill, McKnight, and Upper Hill area. And just remember, I can read the bottom row of an eye-chop blindfolded, so don't think you can get anything past me.
1: My goodness.
3: (laughs) You want to see me chew ice with my tongue? Because I can do that too. And we are tearing down this monstrosity. (laughs)
1: Yeah. That's true. That's the only reason why. Yeah, well, that. who could blame you? <laughs> well, how long does it take ice
0: with to my <laughs> tongue? Interesting. <laughs>
1: <laughs> never heard you it never say Christ. that.
0: Ice cubes with your tongue, Bex?
1: Not with just my tongue. Not the tongue, no.
3: Well, I,
1: you maybe want. It. Yeah. Uh,
3: someone asked two thousand people what they didn't miss, what did not miss while working from home, and the top answer was small talk. One in three <laughs> people were happy uh, that they didn't have to be uh, chatty at work, 31% liked that they didn't have to look presentable, and 27% didn't miss battling traffic every day.
1: With that, you know, with the exception of the traffic cuz there just there isn't any at 4:15 in the morning. Uh the other two things didn't miss for a second. The the or or, you know, the small talk as well as the needing to be presentable thing. I got to tell you though, you
0: know, when uh, when Steve and I were uh, working here virtually alone. Remember that, Steve? Uh, yeah, I've, like so long ago. And when uh, you you started to see, like, more station people, uh, you know, come back mm. to work, there was something nice about having people back.
5: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not saying
0: I had a lot of you know interaction with a lot of these people. Some of these people, I you know, don't really care about, but it's like, you know, it just it's just nice to have people roaming around. Yeah. Even if I ignore them for most of my brief day.
1: I don't know. I don't know. Uh, the only so- reason it's good to have them back now is with our uh, recent uh, status upgrade, we'll now have people congratulating us and holding doors open for mm-hmm. us and offering us all kinds of uh, favors and conveniences. Well, I, would,
0: I would assume that today they toss uh, flower petals at our feet as we walk around here uh, lauding all of that praise. 58% of people
3: did miss uh, the big aspect of their commute, listening to the radio.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. about go. that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Over- and yet, we've still been chosen for the Hall of Fame on the heels of a pandemic year where the where the morning drive virtually disappeared. Maybe that's why we won. <laughs> yes, maybe that is why. Because everybody stopped listening to the radio in the morning.
3: Your uh, Pioneer Valley forecast today, which is brought to you by Fogbuster Nitro Cold Brew Coffee. Going to be hot, hazy, and humid with a high of 97. Heat advisory continues until 7 p.m. tomorrow. Tomorrow, going to be hot, hazy, and humid with a uh, chance of a thunderstorm in the afternoon and a high of 95. It is 79 right now in downtown Springfield. Next time you're at the beverage cooler, look for the black and white can. It's Fogbuster Nitro Cold Brew Coffee. It is velvety smooth and never bitter because Fogbuster Coffee is air roasted. And that's your Fogbuster forecast on Rock 102.
4: Oh, yeah. It's grilling time at Atkinson.
3: Rocky's Ace Hardware. Get instant savings with your Rocky's Ace Rewards Card.
0: Hey, good morning sports fans. How the heck are you? Folks, back in my college day, there are only a few ways for a student to get money. You can either beg your parents for it, you can return your empty bottles and cans to the local redemption center at five cents a shot, or you can do something completely radical and get a job. For me, I chose to donate plasma, and to say it was lucrative is putting it mildly. However, never in my wildest dreams do they think that the most lucrative work-study option would be to acquire an athletic scholarship and field all those endorsement opportunities that would most certainly be coming my way. Yesterday, the NCAA announced that they are working on some interim rules that will allow college athletes to earn money for selling their name and likeness through endorsements. How the system will work is anyone's guess, but the NCAA is looking to have some of these preliminary rules in place by next month, thereby giving college athletes an opportunity to share in the profitability that college sports often provides. Because prior to this, NCAA rules prevented athletes from accepting payments of any kind other than the value of their athletic scholarship. Now the college athlete can enjoy getting paid upon their fair market value, which of course means that some kids will get paid a lot and other kids won't get paid jack squat. Meanwhile, you as a parent of a non-athletic college-bound student will still have to come up a way to scrounge up between fifty dollars and $60,000 a year to send your kid to the very same school. Is that fair? Believe it or not, nobody cares. Sure, I may have remortgaged my house, sold off some of my possessions, picked up a part-time job to afford my kid's tuition, but as long as a kid on a full athletic scholarship can feel a few endorsements and buy himself a Lexus, then I guess I'll just have to mind my own business. Sure, having academically ambitious children is great to brag about, but it doesn't come cheap. However, if you can catch a football and break free of double coverage to gain first down yardage, then clearly you deserve a few more bucks than my children who chose to buy textbooks and read them. But hey, of My Yappin' Sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. You know, you walk into the uh, original Rocky store in Springfield South End in 1925, it's gonna be a little different. Could you buy a can of paint? sure a battery powered chainsaw mm, probably not but what they sell at Rocky's Ace Hardware evolves but they have always had something you can look forward to and that is rock solid service at every Rocky's Ace Hardware i'm back so that's my view from the couch Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 8-10 and the Dewey Brothers on Hall of Fame award-winning Baxin O'Brien and Rock 102.
1: Yep. The uh, heat advisory, by the way, continues till 7 o'clock tomorrow. Uh, Another very hot and dangerous day today. Chance of thunderstorms, record highs of about 94. Tomorrow, maybe 95. But, of course, the humidity will make it feel well over 100 degrees. It's already 82 in downtown Springfield. And... You know, I'm not going to say that this uh, this bloated ego that we've been living with for the last couple of hours will continue even beyond today. Oh, we had a pretty good running start on that one. But, uh, but I do believe that we are entitled to bask in the uh, once-in-a-lifetime glory that has been bestowed on us, also because the audience changes over the course of the show yeah. many different times. So the people who were listening at 6 o'clock when we told them how – lucky we were and how well deserved well, luck, we were luck, luck is is a very strong word yeah. i mean uh,
0: for those of you who may have uh, missed it earlier this morning uh, we announced uh, directly from their website that the massachusetts broadcast hall of fame in boston has announced uh, the nine broadcasters set to be inducted into the hall of fame this september of which you and i are, are among them
1: yeah and now, there was a- no class of 2020 because of the pandemic but uh we made it in to the class of 2021 yeah and there's you know there's other people
0: uh who are, who are going to be inducted too, but we don't care so much about them no right really. now we're more focused on us and, Most- right n- and right now i have to say that uh having posted this on the uh, on the various social medias, uh, hours ago, we are being lauded with praise and congratulations oh, from see? from the little people, and it's very very satisfying. That, Thanks to all of you who have uh, gone out of your way to recognize us in this way.
1: That's the thing I don't get to see because I don't I don't do the uh, the Facebook. Well, thing. that's uh, that's too bad. So for if you. I go to our page, I'll see all the. Uh well, accolades. you'll you'll see a,
0: a fair amount of accolades. I mean, not all of them, because I posted it on everything, uh, including uh, like the uh, the Instagram, oh the, uh, the, my, the the, the Twitters no. may have to do a TikTok later. I don't know.
1: I haven't <sighs> really done one of those yet. But yeah, uh, you know, we will uh, we'll get around to all the good stuff. Well, you know, over the it appears as though 2007 might have been the first year. Uh, that broadcasters were uh, brought into the Hall of Fame, which, by the way, does not really have a physical presence. Uh, It's really almost an imaginary award that we've dreamed up in our heads. They
0: they used to have... (laughs) They, oh, they, used, they used to have a wall. They had uh, an area yes. at uh, at one of the uh, the state's uh, fantastic community colleges. Mm-hmm. They they do Te- not uh, technical have community college. It, That may very well be. But they they do not have. Well, you know, many years like, like in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in Cleveland mm-hmm. when they first started yeah. inducting people, they didn't have uh they didn't that mortar yet. No. no, they they enshrined like 4 or 5 uh, different classes before mm-hmm. the they, they built that monstrosity in Cleveland
1: right. so maybe sometime most likely mm-hmm. after my death they'll uh, they'll build an actual building to house the Broadcasting Hall of Fame well that's that's a that's a possibility but the on the Bax O'Brien Facebook
0: page uh, you know, I mean, they're all out there. People leaving comments, uh, people liking the uh, the news that we put out there. 426 likes, 69 comments. Six people have shared it. Who the hell are these people well, sharing our information?
1: You know, it's no surprise. I mean, the only surprise is how long it took, uh, really. Because, I mean, if you look back, and I'm not saying there won't be a retrospective uh, special. There just might be. But, um... <laughs> but, uh... Like a, like a Saturday <laughs> yes, afternoon sure, hidden away on a high-definition channel. But, uh, you know, when I think back over the kinds of things that I think may possibly have put us into the uh, Hall of Fame, I think of, oh, things
0: like... Uh, Pot pie week, micro f- uh, microfiber shirt week was a good one. Microfiber shirt, uh, yes. The time that uh, Mick Mankind Foley wanted to beat the living
1: crap out of you in a parking lot—that's right. Yeah. The time that Howie Long wanted to beat the crap out of me in a parking lot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, think,
0: I think he would have beat you up anywhere. <laughs> yeah. Parking lot, shopping and, mall, and food court wouldn't have mattered.
1: Any other than, uh, any other of the group of people who wanted to beat me up in a parking lot uh, would also probably be among some of our Hall of Fame broadcasts. We got a uh, very
0: nice comment from uh, Mr. Barry Krieger. That oh. Very nice thing for him to have said. Uh, well deserved recognition for a legendary broadcast team that are is An integral part of the Western Massachusetts landscape. They wake us up early to laugh and to be entertained. Congratulations, Baxen O'Brien and Steve Nagel. Now, that is where you're wrong, Barry.
1: Barry, Barry. Steve Nagel's got
0: to work his way up to it. He may get there. He may not get there. That's like,
1: Barry, that's like uh, congratulating the greatest news team in television history in Springfield with you and Ciara Speller. A young girl who could be your granddaughter, for God's sake! Listen, that's if, not to take away from her talent. No, I'm just talking about the the team
0: uh, idea. Listen, and, and 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 even though he is uh, well into retirement, I think most people are going to associate him with Brent the Garden, yes, m- more than more than yes. Sierra Spell. And nothing, no, nothing taking nothing away from Sierra Spell. She's a lovely lady. She's,
1: she's spectacular. She, well, that should be.
0: But uh, but you know, it's you know, it's Brenda for crying out loud. It's all it's all Brenda.
1: But I mean, uh, you know, again, when when we oh, are there any other uh, popular? Uh- uh, people well, who... well, let's see here. I, I have to go through
0: all these many comments. Well, this, imagine they're... how much more difficult it will be by 10 o'clock. Oh, it would be almost impossible to sift through all of the praise. <laughs> now that we've <laughs> mentioned it again. <laughs> Sadly, there's so much activity going on on this Facebook page. It's just slowing down to a crawl. Oh, so I, boy. I, I
1: suppose we have no one to blame but ourselves yes, for that. Yes, so the people are just...
0: Dying to jump in all the greatness. I think Lapis wrote something, and uh,
1: this guy, and another guy, but uh, yes, it's
0: all all out there. If you're
1: saying to yourselves, well, how can we be a part of this? Uh, I'm not sure. Practice, practice, Uh, practice. No, I mean, how can they be a part of our celebration? Uh, from From what I understand, it is a public event. There are tables that can be purchased. I have no idea what they cost, because... Obviously, we will get in for free, but um, but it's also in the middle of the day in Quincy, so um, I'm I'm thinking I'm going to be lucky if I'm even bringing anybody with me. Oh,
0: i uh, yeah yeah I'm sure my wife will want to take the day out of work. That's that's doesn't take a lot to push her over the edge on that one. But uh, yeah, well,
1: you know, I'll probably go, I'll probably go stag. And I and I wouldn't ask any of my friends to buy it. Actually, I had a couple last night. A couple of buddies say, "Hey, we'll buy a table," but uh, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. Well, you're not going to buy it for them, right? Of course not. That's good. Are you that's
5: that's me? Great.
1: That's just gooky talk. I will buy. I will pay for nothing. I would imagine between now and September thirtieth. Yeah, well, yeah, you should be able to get like free meals.
0: Oh
5: yes.
1: Uh, uh
0: you have free convenient parking. Oh. A valet, um, at the very least. I mean, I'm trying to think. You know, where could I go to get the most amount of uh, recognition? And you know, to see your old time buddies, I, might, I may have to go see my old time buddies at uh, at the student prints.
1: For perhaps, perhaps we should enter together, and uh, you know, I'd really enjoy not, the accolades as one.
0: Uh, I'd really rather not, you know, be seen in public with you. Well, if you, you know, we it.
1: are being nominated as Baxton O'Brien. Yeah,
0: but that doesn't mean we have to hang out like we're. I well, mean, we should
1: while we can get the uh, most out of it.
0: A, a day, two tops. You know what? September's a long way off. That's that's a lot to ask. I mean, you know, maybe like once every you know, fiscal quarter, perhaps, but
1: uh, much more than that. I don't know how many physical quarters I have left. Fiscal. Fiscal, I said. Not physical. Fiscal. Um, anyway, yeah. I'm, I've, I have received nary a text yet f- this morning from I'm- anyone I know. Well, I'm seeing uh, one from Tony Signoli
0: huge achievement congratulations the recognition of your peers and while you are so young and definitely not a posthumous <laughs> award well done close there you go close oh we're getting there I'm seeing a lot of uh, you know personal friends family members uh, uh, former employees
1: here uh, say uh, uh, current em- uh, Beth Ward just said something uh, that's I just nice. saw Beth last week I did she's too. working at uh, MGM now is that where she's at? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. She's over at MGM. Well, there you go. See, this is, uh, there we go. Let- oh, wait. Hey, I am getting a text now. It's from a uh, fellow named Nagel. Congratulations on your participation trophy. <laughs>
0: You're welcome. Well, I don't mean to brag. I just got uh, I just got one here yeah. that says I have a prescription waiting for me at CVS. So oh, you
1: know back. what? Now that you mention that, I am going to have a visit from FedEx later on this morning. Hey,
3: my Amazon package just shipped. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is a special day. <laughs>
0: and we have until September to drive this thing into the ground. And into the ground we, we shall. shall. Absolutely. It's 8-20 with Baxen O'Brien to Rock 102. You're not afraid of hard work. In fact, you thrive on hard work. 22 with Baxen O'Brien to Rock 102. Rock 102 presents the Classic Rock Summer brought to you by Leotota of Wilbraham now through Labor Day weekend. Listen to Rock 102 all summer long for details on how to grab your share of the summer stash of prizes, including a $25 gift card to the hangar Pub and grill every weekday through labor day and if you want to win it's so damn simple you just go to rock102.com and then you listen to pat kelly every weekday afternoon it's the classic rock summer brought to you by leotard of wilbraham only on rock 102
1: springfield's classic rock yeah i've been doing a, a lot on the today show and obviously from the news uh, every night out of uh, south florida of the uh, the building collapse in sunrise florida It is kind of, I mean, you know, you watch this and you say to yourself, how could anybody possibly still be alive in there? But, you know, they were showing animations, excuse me, showing animations on the news last night of the way the buildings sometimes collapse and how boulders and pillars and things like that can stop walls and ceilings from falling down and then pockets are created and who knows, but... They were saying, so it's been five days uh, since this building came down. They say that the two biggest ones uh, in Haiti after that big earthquake, someone was found alive after 14 days, and in Bangladesh, there was a factory collapse, and someone was found alive after 17 days. Wow. So... You know, I mean, I guess they are saying they're still looking at this as a as a search and rescue operation and not necessarily a recovery yet. They've only got a a, a couple of bodies that have been taken out. I am certain they have body parts that have been taken um, and maybe even tissue. Yeah, but you know, it, a, a lot of people though are, you know, are focusing on the condition
0: of this building. And, and I saw a story this morning that there was some guy, a maintenance worker or somebody who had taken pictures of the uh, the parking structure. I think there was, like, parking underneath or, or nearby. And, you know, they were showing the, – the, the pictures that they took showed, you know, severe cracks in the foundation and in the walls. But, you know, I'm sure that, you know, everybody involved in the, in the maintenance of this building never assumed that this would happen.
1: Oh, no. I ne- mean, neither did anybody involved in the in the erection of this building. The The architects, the builders – uh, they all say that what I find amazing is same thing with a plane crash, how the investigators come in and are able to investigate and be able to tell the difference between cause and effect. How much of this stuff was destroyed by the collapse versus how much of it caused the collapse because of its deterioration. And, and one of the things that I finally heard explained, which is kind of interesting, is, you know, like they look at the grade of the cement. Or the 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 uh, the strength of the rebar, because they can find out then that maybe uh, this is just supposition and speculation. Nobody's making any accusations here. That you know sometimes the builders can go to suppliers and get lesser materials than what they agree to well, in the contract.
0: L- look at all those houses in uh, in Longmeadow that had uh, you know all those foundation mm-hmm. issues with yeah. with with concrete that really was not designed for that kind of purpose it was it was stuff that you know is like now it's it's crumbling and you have houses that are in you know in in, in real difficulty because you don't just fix that stuff it's not no. like you you know you you take a trowel and start getting back to work on it you you never know what kind of material integrity they were working with when they built these
1: buildings you
0: know what did they say 40 years
1: 40 years ago 40 years ago because they just came up for inspection so uh, yeah it will be excuse me i think it will be miraculous if anybody comes out of this alive i just uh, i just don't see that kind of luck it's
0: uh coming up on 820 it- it's just about 8.29. We're back O'Brien
1: at Rock 102. It is time for news. Here's
3: Oh, and we have a surprise guest on the phone.
1: It turns out it doesn't take long for the news to travel around these
0: parts. On the uh, the phones right now, the esteemed mayor of this fine city, Dominic Sarno. Good morning, sir. How are you?
4: Good, good morning. It is Mayor Dom Dom, and they said <laughs> they thought it would never last, would never last, and now... Besides the other things I call you, I have to call you Hall of Famers now.
5: I know. It's, we appreciate uh, that, sir. Congratulations!
0: Thank you. Thank you. It must not feel entirely comfortable having to call us that.
4: Well, at times, but <laughs> most of <laughs> the time, okay. And can, yeah. can
3: you really chew ice cubes with your tongue? <laughs> Don't test me now. Don't test me.
4: <laughs> is, that, is that the brain? Is that the brains uh, behind the operation that, that's, over there? Yeah, that's the guy,
3: Steve, the guy that wasn't mentioned in the Hall of Fame. Well, you,
4: again, uh, earn it, Steve, you know, it's earn 26
1: years, my friend. 26 years.
4: Well, so oh, seriously, guys. Well, well deserved. That's a prestigious honor. Uh, you guys, every morning, uh, you know, you get me uh, thinking, you get me laughing, and you get me doing other things too. So, but uh, <laughs> I don't think we want to talk about that. Uh, Well, and the good
1: good thing is, is our celebration will take place in the actual city of the Hall of Fame
4: (laughs) Uh, (laughs) as opposed to, and we will, and we will celebrate. We will celebrate.
1: Yes, Yes, we will. And we'll consider Sunday night's fireworks to be in honor of ourselves as well.
4: (laughs) That's right, and we'll have like a uh, a spider parade with all the motorcycles. <laughs> yeah, sure, we we
0: could
1: do that too.
0: Well, we we appreciate the uh, the phone call, nah, sir.
4: Congr- seriously, congratulations. I'm out, Mayor Dom Dom. <laughs> but wait a minute. God bless, you. good health, continued success. There you okay, go. Okay, now do you feel better that I said that? There
1: you go, actually. <laughs> it would have felt right, horrible guys. if you didn't. Yeah. Take care.
0: <laughs> Thanks.
4: Thanks. Take care.
1: Congrats. Congratulations. Thanks.
0: Thank you, the mayor of Springfield, Dominic Sarno.
3: I'm really glad I came up with a moniker that has stuck uh, with yeah. him now. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. No, you yeah. didn't,
0: Steve. Yeah. I,
3: I can speak Braille. That's how good I am. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> By the way, uh... Keep that line open because I would think a long line of mayors may be calling in the oh, next yeah. few minutes. Albano will be
0: calling. Uh, <laughs> no, I mean Rick What other disgraced politicians can call us?
1: Hey, Don Hummerson just announced he's running again. He's going to run for re-election. We can get a call from him. John well, View might call us. Sure. Uh, that, that, that's about it. <sighs> No, will I mean, will, will Raichel uh, will, will, will get permission from Ed uh, Sullivan to call? Right, right. Sapelli you know,
3: maybe from Agawam. Uh, listen, before you start doing that and mm. they all call at once, <laughs> just Don't have worry. them, ca- just direct them to call my cell phone, leave a voicemail message, and I'll put the messages together as okay. like, a, like a collage. Hey, right. uh,
0: Steve, just yeah. in case if Richie Neal calls, put, yeah, a, put yeah. him to voicemail. Yeah. I, I, I wouldn't
3: answer that call.
0: If it was
1: yeah. the- Actually, send them to Sean McDonough. <laughs> yeah,
3: that's right. And Sean will say, who? Yeah, if he wants to who, from what?
1: wants to congratulate a Hall of Famer, send them to somebody else in the class.
3: Uh, Hey, residents in Holyoke are being asked to run their faucet for a while before using the water to release discoloration caused by construction uh, from yesterday into last night. The uh, Department of Public Works said construction at the intersection of Northampton Street and Morgan Street required a major transmission line to be shut off, causing widespread water discoloration throughout the city. Homeowners are being asked to run their taps to get rid of the discoloration before using. The city will be flushing hydrants throughout the construction process to return their water quality to normal. As opposed to the other discolored water that comes out of the tap in Holyoke.
1: Well, I'm surprised they notice a difference. This one's safer. (laughs) Yeah, this is drinkable. Police arrested two uh,
3: city men on firearms charges and five others on motor vehicle charges while cracking down on a drag racing in the city. Springfield police conducting the drag race detail at about 3 a.m. Sunday saw a car come close to running into a motorcyclist on Plainfield Street. That would have been horrible. When they tried to stop the driver, he continued on I-291 eastbound but then pulled over to the side of the road. Officers uh, ordered the driver, 26-year-old Juan Husino of Springfield, out of the car and arrested him. Yeah, you say that would have been horrible, but that was a motorcycle. I know. I'm, I, bike.
1: I, I'm, uh, yeah, and I'm, I'm like combining the two problem behaviors uh, that we seem to have lately between drag racing and the dirt bikes up and down the street, And there's no reason to believe that's what that was. I'm just, I'm just being uh, Hall of Fame level funny.
0: Oh, I don't
1: know wow. about that. All that's of uh, fame, uh, I mean, fame. I mean, really. Well, yes, yeah, Steve. I mean, as, at this as, point as, now, as, everything we do is that way, as opposed
3: to Reader Rave Award. <laughs> yeah, <money? laughs> yeah, no, that was that was a Reader
5: Rave anybody, type of line.
0: Anybody could be Reader Rave Award <laughs> yeah, funny. Well, that's uh, you, you reached back for that one. <laughs> <laughs> what about the Valley Advocate
3: Readers Poll? Uh, yeah, he's uh, almost at he's almost at that level. Yes. Yeah. Uh, at the same time, they observed their passenger, 26-year-old Luis Martinez, making suspicious movements. As the officer was walking Husino to the cruiser, Martinez began moving his hands underneath the seat again. Martinez then tossed an object out the window and over the highway barrier. Paul, again,
1: the officer saw that with his X-ray vision.
3: Well, he's got uh, he's got Google Glass. He can see behind him. <laughs>
5: yeah.
3: <laughs> Does anybody even have
5: Google? Uh, You're more so. like going
0: to have X-ray vision to find than to find someone who still has their Google Glass. Uh, like uh, like
3: Superman with the X-ray vision?
0: That's right. When, yeah. On the family guy when he showed up to Lois uh, Lane's apartment
3: and uh, he could see that she was pregnant. And then she's like, Superman, would you like to stay? And he's like, nope, gotta go.
0: <laughs> you know, X-ray vision, when you think about it, it, is like one of them superpowers that I don't think I'd really want to have. What? No, X ray vision? Yeah. yeah because I'd like to have shoehorn hands. Yeah, that would be good. But, but X ray vision, I mean, there's a lot you're you're better off not seeing.
3: I'd like to have Edward Scissor hands.
5: with the Edward, Edward Scissor hands.
3: How are you supposed to go to the toilet? You ever think about that? <laughs> Martinez and Usino were charged with carrying a loaded firearm without a license and a slew of other charges. Five other people from Springfield, Holyoke, West Springfield, and Warren were also arrested on different motor vehicle charges on East Columbus, West Columbus, and Burning Avenues, and Dover and Church Streets. That was a busy Sunday morning.
1: Yeah, yeah.
3: Uh, five men were also arrested and trafficking weights of both heroin and cocaine and seized after officers attached to the metro unit and the narcotic squad swooped down on a Pearl Street apartment they say uh, they had under surveillance.
1: Which they were watching from the yeah, police I was station. Say,
3: so th- this is on the 100 block yeah. and the police department is what address? The police
1: department is 120 and this this house was 130. Ah. Huh. So Which close. could very well be right next door to each other. I don't know that there's one twenty two, one twenty four, one twenty six.
3: Well, yeah, because that building is
0: pretty yeah. big, yeah. so then that usually covers several mm-hmm. addresses. I'd want to. I'd want to do it like a drug deal in uh, as far away from the police station as possible. Yeah,
1: sometimes it's best right under their noses.
0: You know, I know, but it's just like not uh, this time. I I just think that uh, you know you you're you're playing with fire if you're going to do it that way.
1: Mm, I don't know. Sometimes the. The things you do closest to home are always the ones that you remember.
3: Yeah, if you're doing something right under somebody's nose, yeah,
1: they're the least expecting it.
3: Yeah. Um. How do addresses work anyway? Like, how do they figure out like this one's gonna be like? Okay, you start at a hundred, let's just say. But then, how many? How much property consists of
1: an address? I don't. know. I've got probably twelve streets. On one side, on uh, 12, I'm sorry, 12 houses on one side of the street where I live. And your—and like, the houses are all numbered 10 numbers apart. Mm-hmm. And they start, I think, at like 49, 49, 59, 69, 79, 89, 9, all the way down. And then conversely, on the other side of the street, the, either the even number just before or just above. But it's like, no, there was no one there was no uh anything in between those 10 numbers my brother uh was living out in uh in uh, charlotte his house number was like 15735 and i'm like there's 15,000 houses on this street i would think that would be uh, the entire and he said no i i don't know how they how they numbered it whether you know 15 is a geographic connotation right. and then you know, within that, they break yeah, it down. Because My,
3: I would have to imagine it would correspond with an emergency 911 system, too. Y- yeah. Like you have to have maybe maybe those longer numbers. There could, if you're in a huge metro area, mm-hmm. if you have Maple Street on this side of town and a Maple Street oh. on the other side of town, uh, you know, they could tell the difference between the numbers.
1: You have these uh, regional dispatch centers now. You know, yeah. I mean, you've got, I think it's Chickabee. And Longmeadow, maybe? You know, both towns have a Maple Street. Both towns have an East Street.
0: My, uh, my grandfather used to own the, a pretty big plot of land in Attleboro. And his house number was uh, 1030. Okay? And uh, there was a smaller house that my grandfather built for my, my mom and dad when they had me as a, as a, as a baby. And that was number 1040. And there was a house that sat there for years. And, and at one point, my dad knocked down that house and, and built a brand new one. 1040-EZ? No, 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 no. It was still 1040. Mm. But in between, my uncle built a house. Now, you would think, well, would that be 1034, 1030? No, it was 1030 and a half. What the hell? I know. It, just, it, made, it, it has never made sense to me. How and
1: maybe that's why, as a young child, you didn't learn to tell time. What does that have to do with a clock? Uh, Numbers, duh. <laughs> duh is the difference between a clock and house numbers. But duh, there's no difference between 10.30 and 10.30 and a half. Is it any wonder that this show has made the Massachusetts Broadcasters Hall of Fame? The only question is, what
0: took you so long? Uh, Weed became legal. Oh yeah, well, that's it. <laughs>
3: People started smoking pot and going, "Hey man, these guys are." Yeah. Funny. Oh
0: yeah, oh <laughs> weed, oh. weed became yeah. legal. I I'm got so it. baked, I'll vote for yeah. anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah
3: uh it's so hot how hot is it well it's so hot that uh, salem oregon uh, southwest of portland reached 117 degrees <laughs> yesterday which is a record for the city in portland it was 115 yesterday 115 is the highest temperature ever recorded there since historical records began in 1940 well
0: that's a desert climate in oregon if i'm not
3: mistaken mm, yeah i don't think so not really portland's average but they a- don't
1: have the humidity there
3: uh portland's average high temperature for this time of year is 73 degrees damn
0: well, yeah. when you were in uh, you were in, in, in Vegas last week, right, mm-hmm. what was the high temperature there?
3: The highest we had, I think it was 115 we were walking Ugh, around in. Yeah. And uh, I don't care if you say it's a dry heat, it's still 115 degrees.
1: Yeah, I remember the first time I ever went there and somebody said to me, oh, yeah, it's not that bad. It's like sticking your head in an oven. And I thought to myself, why would I want to do that? <laughs> right. When have I ever wanted to stick my head in an oven?
3: I mean, the decent part about Vegas is there's plenty of places for you to sneak in and out to as you're walking along the street. I love cool how when you them.
1: walk by the front door, which are usually open, yeah. and you can feel that cold air blasting yeah. out onto the sidewalk. Yeah. And
3: obviously I had kids with me, so you can go into some of the casinos because they have like an MGM Springfield, they have that walk around like mm-hmm. the belt. So we were doing that to cool off, you know, to walk into
1: those places to, to, to cool down. Have you bit. seen the MGM lately? Uh, they was, put they put a, a fence there. There's yeah. like there's like a gate now that goes all the way around. Oh, because they the were probably, floor. yeah, because right. yeah. they were
3: probably getting worried about the violation.
1: Yeah, that was
0: probably one of the settlements they made with the uh,
1: with the gaming, uh, gaming commission. commission yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. We're talking about a hot. Did you did you uh, watch the Yankees game yesterday, Steve? No. So they played the Angels yesterday, right? Yeah. And uh, the starter for the Angels, this guy Dylan Bundy, only made it through like less than two innings before he started puking all over the mound Uh, because of... Drinking? No, heat exhaustion. Oh. Because it was so hot, you know, right there in the mound. And you can... You can see that video on the
1: the internet, and man, he is. Oh, man. Well, they were showing... Oh, that's gross. They were showing uh, a stadium the other day. I don't know what stadium it was, and it was empty, but the temperature on the field empty was like 15 degrees higher than the outdoor temperature right outside the stadium. Easy. Some of
0: those turf surfaces, athletic surfaces, um, they get wicked hot. Because yeah. they're always exposed to the heat, and mm-hmm. it bounces right off. So you see mm-hmm. this video of uh, Dylan Bundy. Oh, man, he's just blowing chow all over the place.
3: Um, it's so hot that Canada now has a new national record for the highest all-time temperature on record. Lytton, British Columbia hit 118 yesterday. In Canada. In Canada. It's so hot, Washington state roads are buckling.
1: Yeah, they showed that earlier, too.
3: <laughs> because the type of asphalt used in cooler locations is not the same type of asphalt mix used in these warm locations.
1: Right. If you got a hotter asphalt, uh, then then you you know you're going to be safe.
3: One of the, and one of the crazy things in Vegas, it rained while I was there last week. Like it, it rained for about forty minutes. Mm-hmm. And then. In a row. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then the humidity came in.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah.
3: And then the streets for a little while were slick be- because the oil from the asphalt comes up and mm-hmm. when the water mixes with that it turns it into almost ice. Yeah. So it's crazy.
1: That is crazy. You got a lot of oil in your asphalt. Uh,
3: one person decided to bake cookies in their car. Another person cooked mini tacos in theirs. Another fried an egg on a picnic table. These are all viral videos coming out of the Pacific Northwest. I'm
1: making a turkey right now as we're sitting here.
3: I'm baking pies.
1: What kind? Huckleberry.
3: Um, so hot in Portland that on Sunday it was hotter than 99.8% of the earth.
1: Get the hell out of here. Yeah, wow. That sounds like fake news. Yeah, it does. Definitely fake news. Sad.
3: Vinyl siding blistering off houses? Fake it's just, yeah, but if you're not used to that kind of temperatures mm-hmm. in that particular location of the country, that would be like that happening here.
1: And that, I was like, we were saying yesterday, probably 30, th- I was reading the other day, about 30% of the people out there have air conditioning.
0: Which means that the other 70% are swimming around in their own flops. Oh, yeah. They're trying to yeah. find
3: those people
1: with the air conditioning. Right. Hey, can we come in?
3: Uh, A 43-year-old man in Iowa named Robert Goldwitzer Jr. went to a McDonald's near uh, Des Moines on Saturday and ordered some McNuggets. And when he got home, he realized they forgot his dipping sauce. So he picked up the phone. Son of a bitch. So he picks up the phone and called in a bomb threat. He called the McDonald's, said he was going to blow the place up, and threatened to punch an employee. So they, of course, called the police. When police called the number that the bomb threat came from, Robert picked up and he admitted mm. that he was the one who
1: did it. So wait a minute, he was gonna blow the place up and then punch an employee? Or he was gonna go there, punch an employee and then blow the place up? Um, it says blow the place up and then threaten to punch an
3: employee. So I don't know which one he had in mind first. Why
1: would you I mean, haven't you done enough damage already, blowing up the building that you're gonna go over there to some guy who's lying there and the in the uh, parking lot with probably an arm hanging off and punch him. That would be
3: carrying some real anger around with you.
1: I can respect that, but it just seems like an awful lot of work. Did
3: it say what kind of dipping sauce he had ordered? No, but I bet you it was honey.
1: Honey mustard.
0: <laughs> I don't know. Like, I'm, I more... didn't, I'm probably more partial to the ranch.
3: McDonald's had done away with honey for the longest time, and now it's back. But they don't offer it to you. You have to ask for it.
1: Oh, it's one of those special, you know, a wink kind of thing? Yeah,
3: because they probably don't want to spend all the money. Mm, you just hand it For out the honey. Like the crappy barbecue sauce. Anyway, he's uh, facing a felony charge for making a false threat about an explosive device.
1: And about a punch. Yes. All right, but
0: in a way, you know, if you, you order your McNuggets and you don't get your sauce... Kind of justifiable. I mean, I, you, know, you you can't eat those things without it.
1: Yeah, you choke. You, well, they're You're too dry. Listen, you know, most of them are just trash. But you know, oh, you know, is, most- that, is that the uh, Hall of Fame mayor line no, ringing? No, no. no we no. have a we have
3: a guest uh, uh, coming up here uh, in just a minute. Uh, it's going to be uh, hot today. Uh, muggy, high of, uh, 97. Heat advisory continues until 7 p.m. tomorrow night for Western Massachusetts. Thunderstorms possible tomorrow with a high of 95. It is 83 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Ah, yeah, pro
0: contract. Rock 102 Springfield's classic rock. It's 8:51 on the Hall of Fame, uh, in, oh, soon to be enshrined, uh, Baxton O'Brien show.
1: Another uh, scorcher today. Uh, heat advisory stays in effect until tomorrow night at seven o'clock. Today will be sunshine. There might be some thunderstorms. There will be some heat and humidity. Uh, of a high in about 94, it'll feel much hotter than that. Uh, today, at every single
0: Big Y location across Massachusetts and Connecticut, is a big, giant hiring event. And on the phone to uh, talk about that, the store manager of the Cooley Street uh, Big Y in Springfield, Tricia Hay. Good morning, Tricia. How are you?
2: Good morning. Good. How are you? Very, Very good.
0: So- you guys have never done anything like this before, have you?
2: We have not. We have not. It's 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 a first for us.
0: So this uh, this hiring event uh, you know, happens today. What what are you what are you looking for? Are you looking for like to fill specific positions, or is this you know in in general?
2: So all of our locations are looking for you know their own specific um, jobs, um, but we are hiring for all different types of positions um, throughout the company. You know we have over seventy five locations that are holding um, this job fair tonight from three to eight. Um, within our Table and Vine location, our distribution center, um, our express gas stations um, are going to be right at their, their home store, their local store um, right there. So between 3 and 8, we're, we're asking everybody who's, who's looking to, to join the Big Y family to come on down and do the on-the-spot on interviewing.
1: What I'm seeing here is all individuals hired on this day will get a $50 gift card for their choice of either Apple, Spotify, or Big Y.
2: Correct, correct. Yeah, after a week um, of employment, they're going to be getting a fifty dollars gift card for joining the team. If
1: uh, do they have to have experience?
2: Um, no, absolutely. I mean, obviously, it's 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 helpful for their for their interview, but um, no, we we do. Um, each each department has their own specific training um, that they do, so we we in- entail that to each specific department.
1: So if I had my own knives, let's say, and I just wanted to be a butcher. Could I uh, could I just come inside and uh, all of a sudden get the job? Yeah, could he just start to butch today?
2: <laughs> well, that that is that is a, a unique talent mm. um, that that we have for for cutting meat. But if if you have experience, come on in. Yeah,
0: right. obviously with the uh, with the pandemic, you know, people I think started to look at those kinds of physicians in a much different way than maybe they did ever before. I mean, it was such a you know, you want to talk about essential positions, people working in grocery stores and making sure that, you know, everybody was safe as they uh, went grocery shopping. You know, Big Y, and along with, you know, know, many others around the country, you know, really stepped up their game to to comply and to be safe. I mean, do you you find that, I mean, in your perspective as a a store manager of a a location, um, tell me about what, Those early days of the pandemic were like trying to get your store to be ready to do business. I mean, it had to be an extraordinary
2: effort. It was. It was definitely a team effort. I mean, everybody that... Um, works in this location. We we you know rallied together. We had um, specific instructions that came down and and steps that we had to follow on a day to day basis. It changed every day um, depending on you know the the rules and regulations that came down. So you know we all rallied together and and did what we had to do to keep our our community safe.
1: I imagine it was probably someone named Damore Dem- who decided. Which aisle would walk towards the back of the store, which aisle would walk towards the front of the store, and then how they would go from one to the next? That sounds like a very high up there.
2: Specific. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> uh,
1: they're actually uh, I'm reading here again from the press release full time openings include bakery, meat, seafood, in store kitchen, and deli, department managers, assistant department managers, overnight stock clerks, uh, as well as uh, part time positions uh, also. I mean, obviously, uh, the whole workforce out there is having is having issues. But uh, I, I assume there's a minimum number of people that you like to have on based on day of the week, time of the day, things like that.
2: Absolutely, it's you know it's different from day to day, from week to week, um, depending on holidays, um, the time of the month, things like that. So. Um, we are looking for just overall chain-wide. We are looking for managers um, for full-time positions. We're looking for part-time positions. We are looking for everything. Um, we are looking for over 18-year-olds um, primarily within our, you know, our fresh food departments um, having to, to be over the age of 18. But, you know, we are accepting um, under 18 applications as well.
0: So if someone is uh, interested in getting a job at Big Y and taking advantage of today's event, what, what should they do?
2: Um, absolutely. So today at any Big Y location from, from 3 to 8, we we're going we have a team of managers set up um, to do on-the-spot interviews. Um, having an application filled out beforehand um, is beneficial. We can print that out before the event starts, um, which we have many. Um, but if you need to fill out the application, you can go right to bigy.com um, backslash careers, or you can go right to the homepage, um, scroll to the bottom, and there's a career link right at the bottom of the page that you can click on and fill out the application.
1: Great. Very good.
0: Trisha Hay, store manager of the Cooley Street uh, Big Y. We appreciate the time, and best of luck hiring people today.
2: Thank you so much, and congratulations to Bye. you on your
1: induction. Yeah, oh, well, thank you, you, very, you very much. much. Yeah, yes. don't, don't Speaking mind. of which, I just received a text uh, of congratulations from uh, Chickabee Mayor John View. Yeah, uh, well, there you you probably maybe calling in tomorrow, but thank <laughs> you again. And I'm sure you extended that to us on behalf of the entire Demore family.
2: <laughs> Absolutely. <Yes. laughs> All right, thanks, Trisha. It's Have a great day. You too. It's
5: 8.58 8
0: with Bax and O'Brien at Rock 102.